job or get rich. I'm bossed up. 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 I got boss in my IV. Just check my ID, and that's why I be the H and I C. People despise me. My services ain't free. Ain't trying to hear your story, homie. Cop me, no please. In high school, corner quarterback. Nowadays, corner quarter sack. Keep that on the low, rappers turning into rats. Slots missing on they sell DEA ransack. For the day, you guys have a good rest of your shit. What is going on today? See, Moolage is out in the world right now, so he's not home. He's not ready to rock and roll. Actually, I'm undercover. Um, he's a, oh, what these guys don't know is um, I'm an undercover spy. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, you got to you, you you do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Corporate espionage, yeah. you know, shit like that. Uh, mace, handcuffs, you know, real 007 type shit. Basically, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Nobody really knows who Classified I am. Classified information, but we're going to put it out there. Who I am. Top you, life security yeah. of the world, Moolage. Not just the city. The world, okay. The world, okay. So, move, uh, GQ. What's going on before I go crazy? It is a football Friday. It is a football Friday. Um, today's show is not for the faint of heart. If you are soft and all of that good stuff, this is going to. It's not the show for you. It's not the show for you. You're gonna be upset. We're gonna hurt some feelings today. I'm definitely gonna hurt some feelings today. Um, it's all gonna make sense. This is a football show. This is all football um, based. But we're gonna, you know, we're gonna touch on a couple different avenues. Um, I'm gonna come out the gate hot with Colin Kaepernick and this fucking idiot. Okay. <clears throat> Anybody who defends Colin Kaepernick, there's something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. I don't know what's wrong with you. You need help and you need to get fixing. Okay. Um, if there's a quarterback. If a team loses a quarterback and they need a backup quarterback or, or somebody to fill in, Colin Kaepernick is not the guy. He's not the guy. Why would you think that a person who has not played football in seven years can step into an NFL locker room and play football? There isn't a job you can do on this planet outside of McDonald's that you could maybe not do not for seven McDonald's years. Nowadays. You can't even not do it at McDonald's. McDonald's not even McDonald's nowadays. Because you're gonna get into you gonna get back there and you're gonna fuck up some fries. And somebody's gonna be in the drive-thru throwing them fries back at you. See, you just can't you can't do it. You can't do it. So you just can't do it. You just, there's nothing you can do. And you're gonna you get have to do something. You have to do whatever that is consistently to make it happen. Colin Kaepernick, and the last time we saw Colin Kaepernick, he was ass. He lost his job to Blaine Gabbard. Not only did he lose his job to Blaine Gabbard, the man, okay, let's run down a quick timeline. Quick, real quick. The Broncos offered him a position on the team, said he would have to, it was an open quarterback battle with him, I think it was Brock Osweiler. He said he didn't want to do that. He was better than that. So he turned down the Broncos offer. The Ravens then step in, said, hey, come to Baltimore. We'll talk to you. His girlfriend called Ray Lewis at Uncle Tom. So that blows up. Then the Miami Dolphins. Oh, 
Mr. Kaepernick, come on down here. We have an opening. We need a quarterback. This dummy shows up in a Fidel Castro T-shirt. He don't want to play football. Oh, but there's more. The NFL held an entire workout session in Atlanta. 22 teams showed up with representatives to watch this workout for Colin Kaepernick. From what I remember and hearing, the Atlanta Falcons was going to sign Colin Kaepernick. They just wanted him to go through the workout. You know what this dummy did? Not show up. Scheduled his own. Held a whole nother workout an hour and 20 minutes away at a high school with me, Moolidge, and GQ playing wide receiver. And I went crazy, too. I ain't even going to lie to you. I did not go crazy. I, I didn't show up. I went crazy. They should have signed me and said, fuck cap. Then, then he makes a documentary, calls the NFL the equivalent to slavery. And now you want to play in the league again? You're a dummy. I'll let y'all go now. You being okay, nice. So look, I'm, I'm being, I'm, 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 I'm telling you being a little too nice, dog. First of all, check this out. Because I, look, there's two other, there's two other guys on this. I'm not trying to take all the smoke. I mean, I'm let y'all, I'm, I'm give y'all some. At the end of the day, man, bump that, bro. At the end, Colin, bro, check this out. Check this out. First of all, I don't know if you or somebody within your camp, maybe it might be a girl because she be getting you into some shit that you're not really ready for. Okay, mm -hmm. decided <clears throat> to tell somebody to write that damn letter to the now. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he thought this was like the sound of music or something. You feel me? I don't know if he thought this was like you feel me, like 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 a 1980s Disney movie where you feel me. You write a note to your to to, to your favorite person, and they they oh my god, this is just a really nice note. Oh, we should start in color. I don't know what the fuck you, what world you living in, dog. But you ain't did no workout. You ain't. I don't care what high school and what off-brand XFL CFL receivers you working with. Okay, doing workouts with throwing deep balls for 20 fucking minutes recording it, put it on your TikTok, cutting it up, it's saying, sign me, I'm back, I'm ready, arm still good. But like, what, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? What are we Looking doing like here, a fucking had, idiot. Looking like a damn fool. You had your opportunity, bro, multiple opportunities to the point where, like, if early on, yes, you had a motive, and yes, we was rocking with you. It was like, bet, you got a motive, for sure. But as it kept going and as you kept dragging it out, we like, all right, bro, what you, what you trying to do? You want to play football or not? Because at the end of the day, it, it seems like you don't even want to fucking play. It seems like it's more about your image and more about more about the, the the money and more about everything else than it's about you actually playing football, which is, quote, unquote, the reason why this whole thing started in the first place. Right? As so crazy as this might sound. Or no. Johnny Manziel played in the fan control league. Yeah, he did. Yep. Terrell Owens played in the fan control league. Yep. Didn't, didn't Josh Gordon play over there, too? Yep. Josh Gordon played there and the XFL. Yeah, and Josh Gordon was pretty damn good in the XFL. Like, if you wanted to play football, there's more than a million places you could have went to play football. If you want to play, you can play. Not it, to mention now, especially now with that with the XFL USFL merger that is pending, we're about to have twenty plus teams in the spring after the NFL. Yeah. So the yep. options are damn near limitless, to be honest. If you so, want to play, um, you can play. Easy. Stop you from playing, but you want to sit here and and write letters like yeah. 
you like so, your name is Mary Poppins. Like, what the fuck are we doing? What are yeah. we doing? Do you want to play football or do you want to teach a fucking English class, dog? I don't understand what you're doing here. Like, he like even you, you know how you know how when you go to Google and you type in like Jerry Rice name, it says former NFL wide receiver or NFL player or you know you Google Jim Brown, it'll say actor slash football, American football yeah. player. Yep. When you Google Colin Kaepernick, it, it says American activist. Oh. It says American activist. That's exactly what it says. It He's not, not say even recognized as a football athlete. Player. It doesn't say ex-athlete. Okay. It says American activist. That's exactly what it says. All right. GQ looks disgusted. I want to hear this. I want GQ. Mulej, are you? Are you? Have you completed your soliloquy? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm okay. done. I'm, I'm done with Mary Poppins. And I'm sober too. So, so yeah. So. I would apologize before I start, but as you can see by the what my shirt says, it literally says "fuck your sensitivity" because that's how I feel right now. So let me preface by, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna read this letter first. I want y'all to, to if you haven't seen it, this letter, I need y'all to understand this letter. We talked about Mary Poppins. Let me read this for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to educate you real quick. This letter says Joe. He didn't even call him Joe Douglas, Mister Douglas. His name is Joe. It says Joe. It says Joe. I hope this letter finds you in great spirits. Despite the less than ideal start to a big season, I'm wishing you, your staff, and the players a great game this weekend as you look to bounce back. Okay, I'm writing you, of course, in response to the unfortunate loss of Aaron Rodgers. I know the aspirations this season and are still are to win a championship. And so that Hall of Fame-sized hole will need to be filled as best as possible <laughs> to keep that <laughs> on a Super Bowl track. As of right now... Zach Wilson is charged with that task, and I wish him the rest and the team the best moving forward. However, I know that there are currently depth issues at the position, and I've heard that the backup spot is likely to be filled by a veteran quarterback. As much as I would love the opportunity to fill that spot, I am writing you in hopes that I can imagine a much different opportunity, excuse me, a different approach involving me. I would be honored and extremely grateful for the opportunity to come in and lead the practice squad. I would do this with the sole mission of getting your defense ready each week if I were able to fill this role for the team. I believe this more. allows for multiple things. Oh, oh, we we just getting started. It gives your defense the advantage of getting a truer read on more mobile, athletic, versatile quarterbacks it will face when it when it in weeks four, five, and six, Mahomes, Wilson, and Hurts. I'm a, I'm gonna get back to that here in just a second. Which, yeah, I just would, I would consider it a privilege to be able to do this and would take on the responsibility with the dedication and passion as if I were the QB one position. This would also allow you guys as an organization to take a real look at where I'm at football wise in game like situations against an elite defense while also not putting any competitive pressure on Zach. We went from Zach Wilson to Zach. I understand the importance of keeping him confident and focused as QB one. And I would only look to boost that confidence in, any interactions that we may Who have if crying? I was given the world. Moolah's <laughs> <laughs> got tears coming out of his eyes right now. In a perfect world for the Jets, Zach Wilson finds his stride and shows that he is able to lead this championship caliber team that you've put together to the Super Bowl. I believe a confident Zach has the tools to do this. However, I wish we had music that we complained about. In the, in the event that this is not the case, I would love to offer you a risk-free contingency plan. So, talking about music, if you decide to clip and edit this, make sure you oh, put the Celine Dion song from the Titanic in the background because that's how I feel I'm going to. that whole thing. This is oh definitely, definitely. 
Now so you see this why is reading time with Mr. G. Yeah. So let me let's back let's let's back up now. This man said mobile, athletic, versatile quarterbacks. And to help Mahomes. out your defense. Yes, Ooh. and listed Mahomes, Wilson, right and Hurts. <laughs> okay. First of all, you don't need any help stopping Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson going to stop himself. Let's just start with that. No, Patrick I'm going to get to Russell Wilson later. Yeah, That's because this has oh, been a, a yeah, very yeah. nasty narrative on my man yeah. Russ, but we're going to get to that. Patrick Mahomes oh, is a unicorn, <laughs> and there ain't nothing that Colin Kaepernick can do that can replicate what Patrick Mahomes does. Not one thing. And for that matter, he can't replicate Jalen Hurts. He ain't strong enough. Let's just start with that. He ain't strong enough. He can't do the tush push, as they call it nowadays. He's going to pop his kneecap out trying to do that shit. So this man went from wanting to be an NFL quarterback to begging, begging. He didn't ask. He's begging to be on the mm-hmm. practice squad, not even on the active mm-hmm. roster, on the practice squad. So that you when you could have just played in the XFL, that's what you, that you want to get a full evaluation of my skill set. My guy, you are 35 years old. First of all, ain't played football in seven years. So let's just let's play this game as somebody who has a background in fitness and health and strength and conditioning. A 35 year old man who has not done active sports in seven years is expected to come out of nowhere, get in some type of shape and be Mm -hmm. on the practice squad like practice squad cats don't practice or something like practice squad cats practice like they practice. They work out. They train. You don't fuck around and get what we call a non-contact injury. Or a non-football related. You know what, Kevin? You might remember when Kevin Hart blew his shit out. Yeah. Racing. Yeah. That would be Colin Kaepernick. It's gonna be Colin Kaepernick running from Quentin Williams and he's gonna blow his fucking ACL out. Bro, he's going to trot back and he's going to throw his shoulder out. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. That would be the equivalent of me going to the Raiders front office and being like, "Hey, I know I ain't played football since 2015, but I can still do this shit." No, the fuck, I can't. The question is going to be, who are you, sir? Exactly. They'll be like, first of all, thank you. But who the fuck are you? Yeah, first of all, before we even get to the who are you, how did you get past security? That's what we Well, how did I get past security? How'd, how'd you get into the how door without a badge? Like, I'm Betty Betty Sneaky. Yeah, Because but, somebody's getting fired. We're telling you that right now. So now we've, we've addressed the letter. Let's go back to the beginning of this. And you said the word social activist, American activist, whatever the fuck American you said. Activist. I have so many problems with that because as a veteran, first and foremost, I did not hate what Colin Kaepernick did. The whole kneeling thing. I'm one of them people. I didn't give a shit. And I'm going to tell you exactly why I didn't give a shit because that is exactly why I do what I do. So people can do dumb shit like that. That's why I did it. I did not think he was actually disrespecting us when he did that. I understood what he was trying to do. Just an insider thing on that. He wasn't fucking kneeling because of the flag or anything like that. He no. was mad because his contract didn't get renewed. Not to mention, it was a vet who told him to kneel because his ass was just sitting down before yeah. that. He wasn't even kneeling. He was actually just yeah. sitting down. And there's down. a lot of he stories that fuck. talk about that. And like I said, right. I have zero issue with that whatsoever. But at the end of the day, we talk about an American activist. And activists typically bring about some sort of change. Typically, they've affected something in some way, shape, form, or fashion. He's done nothing. What the hell has he done? Now, I'll, tell you what he, I'll tell you what he has done, because I'll give him credit for this one thing. He did his, his little, his little um, charity organization, which was I think was actually really dope, was to help young men get suits and stuff for interviews. 
he provided suits and stuff for young men that went to go get job interviews. I thought that was very admirable because there's not a lot of men out there that would do something like that. That is the most activist thing that he has done that I've read that I kept up with because I, I, I caught up and I was like, that's pretty cool. Other than that, Colin Kaepernick, you ain't done shit. Not one thing. Like Nike paid you a whole bunch of money. The NFL paid him an undisclosed amount of money. I'm talking yeah, about because the, ad, he's the ads and the ads and everything else that he that Nike did. And I'm like, but 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 this is the same place that that tried that, that burned Kyrie. But you know, we support yeah. Colin Kaepernick. And I'm like, miss me with that. 100%. And see, this is the thing, this is the problem I have. This is the problem I have. Uh, because if it's not about money, if it's not about this, if it's not about that, then get your ass on the field and play. You're gonna have to show me that's something. it. Show Who's me something. I'm gonna sit up here and lie. And say, oh, it's this. I, I just, I just want to be treated fairly, and I feel like, all right, bet, bro, treated when fairly. The, Listen, when, even when the opportunity presents itself, get even Cam Newton came and back and took a backup role before he got back to being a starter. Michael Vick came and took a backup role before he became a starter again. And these are two quarterbacks I would take any day of the week before I take Colin Kaepernick. Like, I would take Cam Newton right now. If and I'm the dad, I would call Cam before I called uh, Colin. I wouldn't even say call Cam. At least, at least, at least Cam is in shape. Yeah, at least Cam played and, football and Cam, last year. Yeah, so he's more recent. Like I seen, I think this morning or the day before yesterday, when RG three was talking about that, and he brought his name, and I'm like, first of all, I'm not calling you either. First of all, first of all, first of all, first no. But the, you all, know, the funny thing about it is, two teams did reach out to RG three. I'm not going to say the teams, but, but they that's, did. That's just first as bad all. because he been he's been out longer than Kaepernick, if I'm counting correctly. No. First of all, RG three been out now because he is. Then they can't be that far off. RG three, because um, RG three was well, no, he's with the Ravens. What 2018? He was with the Ravens 2018, 2018. Um, but okay, so we're talking about six years. So five or six years. That's still a long time. RG three, let's not do time. this. Let's not do this, good sir. RG three, hey, save what's left of your ACLs, my boy. Boy, no, 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 I'm, all I'm saying body. is, oh, all I'm saying is, at least, at least we have evidence that when in his backup role when he came in, he still played well. Colin Kaepernick, I give that. He looked like trash the last time we saw Colin Kaepernick. He looked bad. Is that true. is true. This is because, true because uh, because uh, there was a specific game where uh, you know what I'm saying had a lot of money on, and um, yeah, gave me a lot of like money. I appreciate you, Cap. Look, we can go on Colin Kaepernick we all can. day long, but we don't. So we're not going to do it. We're going to move on. You know where we're going now? Hey, let's get it. This, this is moving. This is. We're gonna go. We're gonna go over to your boy Justin Fields. I've been waiting Mr. for this all week because I I I did this the right way. I took the objective approach. I watched a lot of film on both. I went back to college. I watched copious amounts of film, so I have a very different take when we get to this part. Okay, I did too. I so so yes, did. I had, to. and I don't. And hopefully, we don't get demonetized or fucked up. Oh, we're gonna do this right now. We're gonna do this right now. Let's get it. We're going to do this because I did homework because I told y'all two weeks ago, y'all was talking about the levels play against the Packers. And I said, I didn't see it. So I got to go. I had to go check it out. I found it. Here we go. Right. Tight. Okay. Left left. Three, now I added the audio shit for my own personal amusement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so scatter to west, right, tight, F left, 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Not Gruden's voice. Okay. The most complicated. 
<laughs> he did not have to do John Gruden's voice. Okay. Oh, this is the level of play that she was talking about. Okay. The diagram shows exactly what the wide receivers are doing. Okay. I'm going to play it. Been tripped right. Okay. I'm going to play it. Now, watch. I'm going to show you what bad quarterback play looks like. Freeze. That dude, the, the three is wide open. I'm it's gonna show. I'm gonna point them all out. Yeah, you're talking about these the, are open the Z. talking about the Z right here. Yeah, these are open wide. The arrows are gonna show it in a second. Open, open, hold on to the ball. Still open. This he's in the middle of the field. He's got the whole sideline. Bad quarterback play. It's not just the offensive line. Here we go. There's another one. Watch the concept. Outside receiver pulls the corner. This receiver is going to pull the safety. Watch the tailback scream down the goddamn scene. He's wide open. Throw the ball. Touchdown. He takes another sack. Here we go. Rolls out of the pocket for no reason. Wide open in the flat. That's a touchdown. Like there's a bunch of these. Like a bunch. And I'm not saying that the play calling is 100% great and dope and all of these things. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when he has opportunities, he doesn't see it. He's not going through proper progressions as a quarterback to make those plays. It looks nuts. Like a lot of his sacks, because he holds on to the ball, like he has to, if he doesn't see you open, he can't throw the ball. And part of seeing someone open is predicting where they're going. Like you should know when you hit, when you get to a line of scrimmage as a quarterback, they're in cover three, they're in cover four, they're in cover two. What routes do I have that's going to take advantage of what the defense is doing at this moment and get the ball to that, to the person. I got other videos where you watch the receivers run their routes and they're throwing their hands in the air because they know they're open, but they're just not getting the ball. Now, yes, are there times where the offensive line completely caves in on him and he gets sacked? 100%. But there's also times where he has the opportunities and he's just not seeing it. And he's put put the team in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how that gets fixed because it's a him thing. And even in the interview where he said, he's getting too much information and he feels like he can't play free and he does all of this stuff during the week. Well, if you're doing this stuff during the week and you doing your prep work on Sunday, you should be able to play free. That's the whole point of doing these things so that when you see it as much tape as Kyler Murray doesn't watch, we can talk about him on another day. There's you, everybody saw the video of him when he got to the line of scrimmage and he saw what the defense was doing, and he smiled at D-Hop. And he just put the ball up, and D-Hop scored a touchdown. True. Like, that's because he recognized what the defense was doing and gave his guy an opportunity. Justin Fields needs to do that. He's got D.J. Moore. I know how Moolich feels about Chase Claypool, but Chase Claypool, when he was in Pittsburgh, this was not the same guy. Yeah, no, Claypool was a, Claypool was a dude. And the only thing that I can the only thing that I can say that changed at this current moment is the quarterback. I'm gonna give you one more thing and I'm gonna let y'all launch off. Jacksonville, the Giants, Minnesota, and the Seahawks. 
all made the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. You know what they all have in common? The, the, the Vikings had the 31st ranked defense in the league, made the playoffs. The Detroit Lions had the 32nd ranked defense, just missed it. The Giants had the 25th, Jacksonville 24th, Seahawks 26th. The Bears had the 29th. So all of these teams are grouped up in the same area as far as defenses go. Well, you know what the difference is? Quarterback play. No, the Raiders were right there too. The Raiders was at 28. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure just so everybody knew. Yeah, but the Raiders was at 28. We, we saw what happened to the Raiders last year. The Raiders had a, had a good defense. Yeah. That's what everybody's telling me. I'm going to get to that later though. Go ahead. But Jacksonville, their quarterback played above water. Daniel Jones for last season played above water. We all know what um, what's the quarterback in Seattle. Oh, Gino. The Renaissance Gino. I, I drew a whole blank. We know what Gino did last year and Kirk Cousins. All of those teams had shitty defenses, but they found a way to win games and make the playoffs. Justin Fields didn't do that. And I understand the defense can put you in better situations and can help you out. But sometimes you can you have to worry about what you can do as a quarterback. And he does not do enough. He doesn't elevate the 10 other guys around him. He just doesn't do it. So I'm going to let y'all go. Go ahead, Moon. Because I know Moon just – or, no, GQ, he, swear, he said he has some stuff. So I'm going to see what GQ Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep this on fields for the moment, and then we'll pivot to Wilson when we get to Wilson. But talking about those teams that you just referred to um, – the Giants is a different situation because, one, they had Brian Dayball, the same person that fixed Josh Allen. Say what you want. Josh Allen had his best seasons when he had Brian Dayball. He didn't turn the ball over near as much. Still, Now, clearly, you see the difference. Granted, he still has phenomenal athleticism. He's still kind of reckless with the ball, and he's reckless running. But Brian Dayball fixed him. That's an offensive coach. That's one thing. With the Vikings, you had Kevin O'Connell, former quarterback, offensive coach. So there's two things. My big thing with, with Justin Fields is simply he needs to be he, – he's not – he has not hit that mature level yet. He's at that impasse right now. Him and his gather guy we'll talk about. They're both in the same spot. They're at this – I'm either going to improve or I'm going to start to regress. I do think what Justin Fields is – in his situation, after watching all the wonderful film that I was watching, because I just had to figure this out, because when he – because taking exactly what you said – when he said what he said in the interview about being able to play free, I was like, okay, let me go back to the Ohio State film first. Let's start with the college film. And then, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. you watch what he does. You watch him roll out the pocket. And you watch him, you know, throw into these receivers and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. And I think in the mind of Justin Fields, he had it in his mind that this is how football is. Like he thinks, okay, I can do the same thing I did at Ohio State. I can do it at the, at the NFL level. Not realizing that everybody is that much more. Everybody's a five-star fucking recruit in everybody NFL, damn right. like pretty much like for lack of a better no. term basically so so he thought he could get away with some of the mechanical issues that he has and now he's being humbled justin fields needs to have the training wheels put back on and this is disrespectfully of course and he needs to have a simplified offense like this is just how i've seen it from watching everything i still think he has the the talent to be a a, a decent nfl quarterback he's not gonna be perfect We've seen considerably worse quarterbacks in the NFL starting. We've seen this for sure. He's one of those quarterbacks that needs to be, literally sit behind a veteran and learn the basics that one, two, three, get the ball up. Oh, they're in cover two. Like, just like you already said, Mel, 
And in cover two, what routes are open? In cover three, what routes are open? Oh, I've got a six foot four, 220 pound guy. With a, I need to get the ball in his hands. How do I do that? You throw the motherfucker up. And, and I'm going to give you one more thing. Me and my brother talked about this. And if I could go back into the draft, I would switch two people. Mm-hmm. I would switch Trey Lance and Justin Fields. I That's what I, I I've been saying we, that literally since we both, we both said that. Because Trey Lance needs to play football. True. He need, Justin Fields needs to learn how to play football. Yes. Him going him going to the 49ers and being around Kyle Shanahan and, and having the ability to sit back behind a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo would have helped him tremendously. And what would have helped Trey Lance was just to get on the field and play football. The dude only played one year in college. So his best bet is the same thing with um, Anthony Richardson. The dude just got to play football. He just, he just has to be on the field playing the game. And for the love of God, Anthony Richardson, don't be Josh Allen. Protect yourself, dog. Right. And that's, you know, for everybody, every young quarterback isn't in the same position, so you can't treat them the same. And I think uh, Justin Fields started, what, two or three years at Ohio State? Two? Three? Two. So, he transferred from Georgia first. And he had to right. For, um, okay, so, sorry about that. Um, so he's just he's just a guy that now he has to understand the nuanced things of playing the quarterback position. Yeah. All right. Trey Lance just needs to play quarter. He just needs to play. He needs to be on the field, get some snaps and get himself in the game. Yeah. And, and that's and that's what I was my whole my whole summary for both of these guys is that they both need offensive coaches, offensive head coaches, not not coordinators. I don't give a fuck about the coordinator. They need offensive head coaches because they need exactly what oh, Mel just said. Shit. They need. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Did I trade just now? Who that is? No, last time somebody did that. There you oh. go. The missing piece. <laughs> the missing piece of what? I don't know if y'all can hear me, but you gotta give me. You gotta give me one second. Let me. Uh... Oh, we can hear you loud. Uh, no, we hear you loud and clear, we, big we dog. You, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but but that's shake your head if y'all can hear me. I can hear me. Yeah, we. Okay. Yeah. But can't that's hear yeah. But they both need they both need that. They need offensive uh, head coaches, uh, and it and it's because I think but and I also I think both of them that. need the reset button. Hi, man. I think they need the reset button. What's up? Hi, I'm here for you. Okay. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey look, you know, y'all are matching. That's cute. I heard I heard y'all was talking about you. You know. Um, I threw it on just for Mel. Um, we said one thing about, about the Giants, and it wasn't even anything. Well, I heard him talking about Justin Fields, you know? So, oh, yeah. The, yeah that the we were doing time yeah. to jump up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we definitely would. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, because uh, you picked him in fantasy. Look, he's a fantasy fucking gold mine. Not, not right now. He's not. not yeah, yeah, well, at least last week people. he got me 11 points. He yeah, you're 12 shit. boy, nigga. Yeah, but... And I'm debating on starting, benching his ass this week. Listen, this, if you gonna start him, this actually would probably be the week to start him because that's you got all. The, this the is last week. Game this going is on. last week. He gonna get benched by the Bears and me mm-hmm. after but this week. I, yeah, but like I said, after, after I spent some quality time watching film on on both of these quarterbacks that we're gonna discuss, I think they both need the exact same thing because I had to finally be objective when it comes to to the the, the other Wilson that I'm not. That's not Russell. As much as, but because my problem with him is more so not his skill set. It's it's legitimately his leadership skills, and that's a big problem for me personally. 
I don't like somebody that truly isn't a leader like that. And he and he had some very immature moments last year where he was not that. And the guys don't buy in, and that's a problem. When you don't buy into your quarterback, that's actually a problem. They don't respect him, and they don't buy into him. He doesn't have a big enough voice. And that's because he hasn't done anything to show growth. Now, at least at the minimum, this is not, it's not a lot. At the minimum, at least with Fields, he's shown the athleticism to where he's like, okay, we can, we can rally behind a guy that can do what he's doing, but he needs to get better from a quarterback basics perspective. At least Zach Wilson sees the field. Now, granted, he sees some weird shit sometimes, but he sees the field. And he's got a guy like um, freaking Garrett Wilson to throw the ball to, which helps a lot. A guy who makes impossible fucking catches like he did in the Monday night game. But Zach Wilson also makes a ton of errant fucking throws. So he's also having similar issues to Justin Fields. They're both seeing the field incorrectly, but they're both suffering from not having true offensive head coaches. So they're not, they don't know what they're looking at. And I'm not saying that is like they're, they're inept and they can't play the quarterback position in the NFL. What I'm saying is they need that, that exactly what you said. They need to learn the nuances of NFL quarterback play. In college, they both got away with exactly what they were going to get away with. Zach Wilson, at the end of the day, remember this, he took advantage of a shitty schedule and a great some combine throws. That's why he got that's why he was that guy every year we talk about it in the well, I talk about it in the draft. He's the he's the he's the the guy that fleeces everybody. Because I do think he I don't I, I don't have a problem with him being drafted. I think he was drafted too high. Had he been drafted as a second round quarterback and sat behind a veteran and learned, Zach Wilson be a different quarterback. I think he'd be a better quarterback. I don't I think, think this he was is, a first-round quarterback to be drafted like he was. I think my biggest problem, like I said, it, I don't the the problem I have is when we when we take young quarterbacks and we make we want to make them the face of the franchise and shit like that. Yeah. The problem is you're trying to make them the face of bad teams. Thank there's you. a reason. There's a reason why they had the first pick in the draft. There's a reason Thank why you, you had a top ten pick. You suck. So now Thank you're asking a kid to come in. And fix that. And when he doesn't, you call him the bum. Yeah, no. and everybody, your everybody, team was yeah. Why you think you're like right. your team was ass before I got here? But every, but every quarterback that's drafted in the first round, like we have levels to this, right? We have those elite guys that make sense. Like a guy like Joe Burrow made sense. A guy like Mahomes ended up making sense, even though he didn't start immediately. A guy like Justin Herbert learned immediately. Hey, I can do this. Trevor Lawrence. They, they showed those raw skills, and that was what you needed to see. It wasn't. It didn't translate the wins yet. But you saw the raw skills. We have not but seen that from Fields and Wilson because it. they haven't shown us, okay, we've got something here. Those two guys need to be refined more. Name me – name the good quarterbacks that were San Diego Chargers slash Los Angeles Chargers quarterbacks. The good quarterbacks? Yeah. You had – your side arm. You had, you had Philip Rivers. You had Drew Brees. You had Drew Brees who got hurt. Well, I mean, we Correct. didn't really have Drew Brees. He gave up. Now, name me the quarterbacks for the New York Jets. Dan uh, Fouts. Not, not for the Jets. Right? No, here's Dan what's Fouts crazy. Since, since the Jets won the Super Bowl way back when. Come on. Come on with it. The best quarterback they've had is Mark Sanchez. Come on with it. Yes, sir. The best quarterback and, they've had. And, and at least, and, at least he went to the AFC Championship. But And, and the team – and, and they shitted on him. Yes, they did shit on him. And this is what I'm saying. We an organization that has no history mm-hmm. of building quarterbacks no should never talk about quarterbacks being bad. This at is all. true. And at no least for in Mark Chan, in Mark Sanchez's situation, he was drafted to a team that was built around defense. So he wasn't asked to do as much as other quarterbacks. 
I don't care how you do it. No, no, no. I'm just saying he was, his situation is like, he was, the team was like, look, the defense is going to win us 90% of our games. Your job is not to turn a goddamn ball over. Mm, I wouldn't say 90%. Cause that, that defense was pretty damn good. Like, like that. I don't know if it was ninety percent good, but but no. But I'm saying the way Rex Ryan good. coached, he relied heavily on that defense as opposed to the That's offense. Is what I'm saying, like Rex Ryan specifically. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it. Even, but even, they even still had Danny and Tomlinson and no, Braylon. And they they, did. That offense was ready to go. No, that offense was, but they didn't need to put that much pressure on a young quarterback. They said we'll rely no. on the defense. And, we'll keep Mark Sanchez around twenty-one to twenty-three attempts a game. Which is common. Yeah, but now, there was there were some every, games where he had to throw thirty and forty, but yeah, but no, that makes more sense. Got in trouble. Yeah, exactly. But that's what. But that's the thing is like every quarterback isn't. Every quarterback should not come in throwing the ball 30, 40 times. Everybody's not Justin Herbert. Yeah. Everybody's not Trevor Lawrence. Like you can't treat them that no. way. No, you sometimes can't. they can only throw the ball twenty two times a game, and that that's all fine. they get. Yeah, because now, you're going to lean on the running yeah. game. True, and that's assuming you have a running game worth the shit. Because Justin Fields does right. not have a running game worth the shit. At least Zach Wilson does. No, but, see, Justin but, Fields like, did have a running game for whatever true. reason. They, they didn't let, use it. No, and they let Montgomery go. And look at what the fuck Montgomery doing now. Balling out. That's what I'm saying. No, that's Detroit. what I'm saying. For whatever reason, they chose not to give David Montgomery the ball. And I, I don't know. Was, they they thought Khalil Herbert was the better running back, which I'm not saying that he, he because I don't think he is. I thought David because David Montgomery. Let's not like go look at the college film on Montgomery. Like Montgomery's not a not a slouch. Like he's a short, stocky, powerful running back who's two hundred and twenty plus pounds. Like yeah, Montgomery, and he's a and he's a damn good downhill runner. I don't think yeah. people really know. Like like if you if you just realized this last night watching the game, he's single handedly damn good. He is a he killed the Packers by himself as a downhill runner. And yeah. they for some reason thought, oh, we're good with Khalil Herbert. Oh, we're good with Deontay Foreman. No, the fuck you not. No, you're not. Who doesn't even if you play? had if you had David Montgomery this year by rookie, by the way. You would have had you would have said Justin Fields are just a little bit better because just like Mel said, they have DJ Moore. You've got Cole Komet, a good young tight end that you're not fucking they're, using. They're phasing they don't him out. Him at all, bro. Yes, and they're, I'm like, how like bro, if you don't want to use him, trade him. Because that is he's a 24-year-old tight end who's six foot four and can fucking is athletic as shit. And you're not and they're phasing him out. I like, watched a report where they said his snaps per game has gone down 20% down. each week. Yes. Yes. Like they're phasing Here's him the out. <clears throat> Here's yeah. the thing. And, right? and, and go ahead. I've been, I like GQ said, I've been doing a lot of research about, you know, both quarterbacks, but mainly, mainly Chicago, right? And a few things that I've noticed, right? Other than just film breakdown, but going into the front office, right? Their GM. That's not his regime at all. Like, none of the guys that, that offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach, he did not hire them. So there's always a constant back and forth between decision-making of what the team should do, right? Mm-hmm. The GM wants it to be more offense-centric. offense But when you have a defensive head coach, he wants it to be more more what? Defense-centric, right? Exactly. That's the reason why all the defense, all the, all the shit that was happening with the defense. Oh, the defense is horrible. The defense is horrible. What's going on with the D.C.? What's going on with the D.C.? Isn't there, isn't there a defensive head coach? Why doesn't he have the defense right? Main reason being is because he's going back and forth with his GM because the GM is like, I just went out and got you D.J. Moore. I got Chase Claypool. I loaded the defense, so you can't tell me that, that, that no, that's no, bad. no, the fuck you did not load that defense. To, to in, in his in his <laughs> mind, he's he's I'm, I, I loaded the defense. I went out and got some some good defensive acquisitions, and 
we, I, in his opinion, he feels like they drafted pretty well and acquired some pretty solid offensive picks. What the fuck is going on with Justin? Oh, well, you know, it's it's like it's a constant back and forth. So everybody that's saying that Matt Eberflus is on the hot seat, yeah, he is. He was on the hot seat prior to the season starting. He yeah. did not hire you, dog. You're not supposed to be there, really, if we're being honest. Nine so, times out of ten, when they change the GM, head yeah. coach got to go. But it, uh, but it all boils down yeah. with these two quarterbacks too. It also boils down to something. When I I finally I came to one solid conclusion when I was done with all this, you have two terribly run organizations, and yeah. that is a that is 100%. a terrible thing for a young quarterback. Everything the no. Mulu said was right on the head, and it's but, the biggest thing. Like it's it starts with coaching. If you have a young athletic quarterback, you need a competent offensive head coach. Like you I also have no to... defensive head coaches. Like I really don't. Yeah. Like I think they're great, but there is a time and a place for a defensive head coach. It is not with a rebuilding organization, and it is not I'm, with a young quarterback. No, I'm gonna make Troy mad now no because near. here we go. Nowhere near. Look, I get everything that you're saying. Bad organization, shitty, all of that. I'm 100 with everything you said, but you still got to play on the field, yes. and then. You cannot make goofy statements like it's the coaching and I'm getting too much information because but they put a up a stat. Because it is the coaching. Mm-mm. But it is, but you still got to go play. You still got to go ball. Like, because they don't give, like we, we talked about last week, they don't give everybody this much fucking leeway. They put a stat up on Monday. You know where I'm going. I got to defend my guy. Baker Mayfield has been in the league for six years. He has had eight head coaches and nine offensive coordinators. He got traded on a Tuesday, signed his deal on a Wednesday. Sounds like a journey to me. And was asked to start on Thursday. Yeah. Sounds like a backup quarterback to me. And then led his team to a game-winning touchdown 98 yards. Woo! Now – I don't know how much information a dude got to absorb within 24 hours to play a football game, but clearly he did it because he was making audibles and checks at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So with we got Mayfield, like, yeah, well, but it, yeah, and it goes back to that. Yes, it is a Sean McVay thing, but it's also remember what college he went to. Yeah. Who was his coach at the time? Lincoln Riley. How many Lincoln Riley quarterbacks are in the NFL right now? None. Three. One. It's three. It's three. Who? It's three. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, and Jalen Hurts. Kyler Murray not in the league right now. So no, but he's but these are three quarterbacks who were drafted who were who were as I like to use the term unlocked by Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley unlocked the skill set that Justin the Justin the Jalen Hurts has now. Here's why I'm saying that the concepts are similar from a how I read perspective. This is where we talked about the whole offensive coaches. I no, but what I'm saying, and I get what you're saying. You're not wrong. Like. I don't. I never hated Baker Mayfield. Like Baker Mayfield. Oh no, it's not a hate thing. It's Baker just Mayfield that was hilarious to me. Like I actually think he's one of the funniest. How can you have, have arms? My thing is like if you have six, you've been in the league six years and eight offensive coordinators. That's a lot of shit in your head. Yeah, and and Baker Mayfield had a lot of sounds like he sucked tumultuous shit going on when he got drafted to, to the Browns. But that nobody, was, that whole but organization was. But nobody that, said that's he so plays. Fun, for, that's but so nobody funny, said though. he plays for Cleveland. They That's just so said he now. sucks. 
Yeah, Cleveland is a bad organization when he got they out. They even had a good ass fucking team while he was over there too. No, they but, didn't. But again, no, they, yes, they, they, had, they did. had a they had an yes, average they team. Did. They His average last team. season was the best team that they had, and everybody they, was hurt. They had comparable teams almost they every a, year he was they there. No, they didn't. Team. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. How you want to know what was what's it, what wasn't comparable with Baker's arm? That wasn't comparable. You know why, guy? Right? You you do this. You do this. It's so funny, to me, Mel, because you do it. You say the the same thing reverse. You do it to Daniel Dodds. Oh, he sucks. He does this, but do have five coaches in five years. You don't take that shit into consideration. I literally said comes, I gave. Comes, I said Daniel Jones comes, actually stepped comes, up last season. Did I not comes, say that? Or did when I, it comes I to your boy Baker, when it comes to your boy Baker and Derek Carr to get all these outs, right? They get all I didn't give him no out. You get to turn all these cards and figure out how you can get him out of the situation. Like, but Baker's, what Baker out did I get Baker problem. Baker was a part of the problem, bro. Baker was how a was part he, of the problem. How was he part of the problem? Because he's on the fucking team. Just like the same way Troy says, you tried to take Troy worse and I'm going to piss Troy off. Troy was the one that says Baker's out there, he's got to perform. The same way he's out there performing, if his performance is hurting the team, then it's his fucking fault too. So what are we talking about here? Just the same way you're talking about Justin Fields, right? Oh, it's not coaching. You can't say the coach is shoving too much down his throat. Yes, the fuck he can. You can no, overload somebody with information. Yes, you he's can. He's a fucking NFL quarterback. He's you can't overload. He's don't a play young football. quarterback. He's a young don't. quarterback. He's been in the league three in. years. That, that's he's true. been in the league three that, years. That's true, Mel. I agree with you there. But still. You're coming in and you're telling this young quarterback, here's all the- Why do he get paid the most money? Why does he get paid the most money? That's true. Doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. Yes, it does. No, it does not. Money money dictates responsibility, bro. If Kyler Murray came out out and was like, yo, my coach told me to stop playing Call of Duty, but that nigga plays Call of Duty too. And where's Kyler Murray right now? He's injured. Don't he's do that. Ready, he's, he's injured. Getting, he's he's getting injured. Ready to come, he's, he's actually injured. getting ready to come back. He's injured. Don't do that. Don't act like they pushed him out the league. Don't no. act like they pushed him out the league. He was injured last year. Baker was running on. He was clear no, to play hurt. this year. They said no. No, he wasn't. We're going to wait. No, he wasn't. No, he's still fucked up. No, he's still fucked up. No, he's still fucked up. They're going to hold him out the whole year because of the injury. But he's not He's not ready to go. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's eligible to come off of IR this week. But, Mel, you don't do this for your boy. Like, you don't. You do this to everybody else. When Baker plays like ass, I say Baker played like ass. Was I I not the one who put the video up of Baker in training camp? Sailing the ball over people's heads? And I said, I'm the only Baker Mayfield fan. That's because I put the heat on you. Tell the truth. That's because Troy. No, you did. I put that way before you did it. You know you got to cover yourself up. I've been on Baker since since before I left the You can be on him, but... My right. thing is, I don't make excuses for nothing. You, but you, but you, the same thing that Baker's like the same struggles, the struggles that Baker, oh, Baker had this, Baker had that. Justin Fields has gone through stuff in Chicago too. Right, but did that right. stop Baker? Then, then he's did, coming out. Baker, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Baker, so, Baker has some some bad stuff going on on his part at a quarter as a quarterback on the Browns. Let's not act like he was a perfect quarterback. Did Baker Mayfield take the Cleveland Browns? To shit over, uh, why did Odell Beckham father call him out? Because we do oh, this. oh, we can go there. You want to talk about that this. dumb shit? We could do this. Why did the video it? come out him selling balls over 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 Odell's head? Because Odell Beckham was running the wrong fucking routes. The no, offensive o- coordinator o- and player said was, that Odell was running his route, nigga. The route, yeah, the route that's the problem. Going, you hey, can't run hey, your Baker, route. Hey Baker, I'm going this, and Baker was like, "No, I'm gonna throw it here." I don't because that's that where he shit. was supposed to be. Nah, he was supposed to be where he was supposed to be. No, we not any other quarterback or any other quarterback is putting that thing where Obj is. Not no, you run the fuck. If you know it, if you know, 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 if you know,
Nigga. It's a you have to. They put you in spots the same that. way uh, I'm not Sean McVay that. does. You have to get to spots. If you don't that. get there, it's gonna look stupid. Baker, look, and this Justin, is what Field, Justin Fields is struggling just like Baker struggled early on with the Browns, bro. They all struggle. I agree with you here, Mel. I agree with you here. I, 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 I agree I with Mel here. Hold on, Jay. I want to say this because I, I don't normally agree with Mel. I agree with you when you say the NFL has turned to pushing young guys on the on the on the field too young. Because I'm thinking back when we look at um, Marcus Mariota and um, what was his name, Jameis Winston. Like those guys got pushed out; they got turned into mega stars, and neither one of them are on those same teams that they were supposed to turn into who they are. But at so the this, same this time, type those stuff two, happens. Those two were pro ready, right? They no, one hundred percent. Well, well, well offenses, and they were well. Jameis Winston was in well, the Yes, yeah, but they went to bad teams. This is why I think. This is why I think they should change the bracket. The every draft good quarterback, every no, good quarterback, and I agree with you, but every good listen, quarterback is going to go to a bad team because they get no, no. But listen early. to me. But this is what, but this is why I said it needs to change because if a team is bad, one person, especially a quarterback, is not going to fix that. No, they should flip oh, it around to where the teams that just missed the playoffs have a better chance of getting a higher draft pick because they're one player or two players away from contending. They've actually – it's been the, – there's been some rumblings about potentially looking at doing an NFL-style draft lottery. That's actually become a discussion, which would be just insane for the NFL, but not a bad thing for the NFL. I just don't believe sending a team – sending a top Good prospect – Good players to a bad dude, team is – no, 100%, a, I agree with you. A guy, who's come, a guy who comes from a winning program in college, Listen, why, why did you and now you have Sean to play for the worst team in the NFL. Why, why did you think Mashawn DeWatson started getting massages? Because he's getting hit all the time. No, nah, because that nigga was playing with the Texas nigga. No, but... But the thing about this, though, he, you know Troy. Troy be on, on, on 400. He said he needed something else to take up his time living in Texas, nigga. Me now they with the damn Texas, bro. He wasn't trying to hear that shit. Bitch, give me a massage real quick. But, Let me let's but get that massage real about, quick. But think about this, right? Stupid. Think about if the NFL took the top 10, in this case, the bottom 10, the bottom 10 records, and put them in a draft lottery. Now there's more incentive to one to win, and there's there's less incentive. Oh, let me just tank. Let me just tank. Because if, if you're the worst record, it's like you're automatically going to get the number one seed. I'm number one draft pick unless you traded it somehow, some way. Like imagine Ooh. if but the imagine Vikings, is, yeah, perfect. If they miss the playoffs by one game, yep. And they also and they, they have an opportunity to now get a Joe Burrow the number or Justin Herbert. Yeah, right. Well, look, or for the, look, take, 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 but see, take what that, I, well, my problem with that is then how would the bad teams ever get better? No, you're still going to get you're, a top, you're forcing you're the get a organization to now get better. Yeah. You're gonna how would they don't have the pick. players to get better? No, you're still getting a top 10 pick. You just make you're, you're still, not guaranteed the number one pick because you're the worst team. That's no, I get, right. that that works. But how many how many of those teams that just missed the playoffs is going to be like, because, oh, hold on, we had the same record as the Vikings. Why did Vikings get the pick and we? we no, that's, that's why. You, but that's that's why there's a lottery and there's going to be levels to it. Of course, yeah. there's going to be tiebreakers. Owners is going to be like, nah, we shitty ain't teams, bad football teams are supposed to build through free agency first in the draft. No, free no, agency free agency in the first. draft. No. Free agency, free agency, free agency then the end the draft. I said free agency right. and the draft. Yes, that's right. how you rebuild your team. But you don't you it's easier for a team who's not good to get free agents. Why? Because those teams have more money. Right. But that's why I say it's also on the teams too. Like you don't look, think players know to the to the organization they're going not being drafted, but free agents. Do you don't think they know where they're going to? 
You don't think they know that they don't know the situations they're going to be playing? You in? know who did it? You know who did it this past season and they'll be good real fast? The Texans. Yep. The Texans, no, the Texans went to free agency and the free and they, got they went yes. to free agency yeah. and they yeah. racked up in free agency. Pieces. Yeah. And yeah. see, they did it in reverse. They did free agency, but, but then they also did draft very good. They had a damn good draft class past yeah, draft. This is, but this is what I'm saying, right? With a team like the Texans, they were a bad team for a long time, right? You get Deshaun Watson, it turns you around. Then the stuff happens with Deshaun Watson. You go back into being one of the worst teams in the NFL. How mm-hmm. do you rebuild as a bad team if you don't have a shot at a Justin Fields? If somebody else they just did it. Right. But if you under your circumstances, they wouldn't have had a shot at Justin Fields. Because by the time they would have got they picked Justin Fields and all the rest of those no, guys. No, but what they would have done. Now, think about – now, this is what I'm saying. As with all the veterans that they have, they're trying to groom C.J. Stroud to be the guy. Mm-hmm. But if Gardner Minshew was the quarterback for the Texans, that team looks totally different. That's a contending team. They can make the playoffs with that roster and Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Did you not see what he did when he came in? For the, no, for the I, know, I know who Garner Mitchell is. Right no, no, but 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 it's it's what it's not. No one's taking those players from those teams. Also if I take starting job in spot. If I if I take teams twenty one through thirty one and put them in a draft lottery, then you're still going to get it. You're getting a you're getting no. You're getting a top ten pick. There's more than one quarterback that you can draft in the first round. Yes, right, you right, may not true. get you may not get that. And one you can you always want, get I get you, G. You can always get lucky yeah. like a Patrick Mahomes. He was drafted yeah. late, wasn't or, he? Or or do you want better? Let's just do just last year, right? The Bucks, the Bucks missed the playoffs finally, you know, in Tom Brady's last season. Or were they damn near missed. No, they I think they lost in the first round. But like take the year that they made it to the playoffs and they, they had a losing record. What if they didn't make the playoffs? And all of a sudden a guy like you know, like Caleb Williams falls to them because of the way the draft was set up. You go from Tom Brady to a guy like Caleb Williams now with that offense already set up like that. That's automatically potentially another contending team. So those teams that are like two wins away from making the playoffs, you get a quarterback that just like they have in college. That's the thing about these college quarterbacks, the really good ones. They're surrounded by five-star talent. If you mm-hmm. draft them to a team that also has five-star talent and competent coaching, you're almost making that transition easier for them because they're not coming into it with shit to throw to. I still think it's harder you, hard on, on the bad teams. And I'm going to tell you, if this happens, because I, I'm trying to read the tea leaves, and I'm going to transition this into Coach Prime. Because everybody's asking about what Shador is going to do. Shador Sanders is in a very unique position where he doesn't need the money right off the top. I believe the next evolution of the NFL and some of these star players, they're not going to enter the draft. They're going to end up being unrestricted free agents and decide and going wherever they want to go. They're going to mm-hmm. pick their destinations. And, and Shador Sanders, bad teams? say it again. What does that do for the bad teams? What do you mean? The players start being coming unrestricted free agents, not going through the draft. What does that do for the bad teams? Well, you got to understand, even though they're a bad team, it doesn't mean they're not going to get good players. Good, right. Like you said, players good, that want money, yeah, they'll they'll definitely, because this team go off for them. No, no, money, I'm talking about even the rookie. Money. I'm talking about even rookies. Yeah. Because yeah. you may have a kid who grew up in Texas, and the mm-hmm. Texans is his favorite team, but he doesn't have a chance of getting drafted by them. So he becomes a free agent. He can now, I'm just going to go to the Texans and ball out. Because you can sign just a one-year deal when you're a free agent. Mm-hmm. So you basically put yourself on a prove it deal. 
and a guy and a guy like Shador Sanders, if I don't know, a crappy team gets the number one pick, he's not one. He's never played without his father. That's number one. Number two, you he's not going to want to be part of some, especially a bad organization on top of being a bad team. So that part. that's what Eli Manning did. That's what uh, who was the other one? John Elway did it like a lot. They just re-entered the draft. They just didn't totally back out of it. They just re-entered. Some of these dudes are just going to be like, I'll just I'll just enter the league through, you know, as a free agent. That's going to be the next evolution. Of it. They might get rid of the draft altogether. I'd, I personally, opinion. I'd like to see them get rid of the franchise tag. Well, that's that's number two on the list. Like, that's going to be number say, two. Like the same, and this is where I think taking a page out of the NBA's book would actually benef- can benefit the NFL and the players is you start having these team slash player option contracts as opposed to having a franchise tag because you're because that's the main reason the running back market is fucked. Because the franchise tag gives me seven years to keep you. I got your ass for seven years, and I don't have to pay you, realistically. Like, I don't. Well, you do have them, you're paying them, but, yeah, pay but, 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 but I don't have to pay you. I don't have to pay you. Yeah, I don't have to pay you. He gets top ten. You get, he gets exactly. top ten at his position. But, but if I get a guy like Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, like, I don't have to pay you top market money because I could just franchise you. Mm-hmm. And if you decide, oh, you don't want to play, then I'm going to now take money from you, which puts money back in my pocket. So you get to it, – it sets those guys up for failure. Yeah. I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that the running backs need to make as much as the top receivers and the top quarterbacks, but they still need to be I think some of them do. No, some yeah, the, some the, 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 the top tier guys like we've had this conversation before, absolutely. But now if you just do away with the franchise tag altogether, it incentivizes teams like, man, I really want to keep this guy. Yeah, give him a one and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, because now you can negotiate. Two and you one, can negotiate a lot better. Because Four here's my here's 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 how crazy I would go with. I'd be this outlandish with it. If then this is probably the only way that the GMs will be okay with it is if I do away with the franchise tag, we can have no more no trade clauses and contracts because that's how extreme but, that the franchise tag is. But if I can do away the with the no trade tag, clause now, it benefits both parties now. And it's crazy because the franchise tag is only is it this is why I said what I said about the quarterbacks like with Shador and a couple other guys not wanting to enter the draft. It's only if you're a first round pick. Exactly. That's the other part. So if I go in the second round, cool. Once my four years is up, I can do whatever I want to do. But if you were first round pick based theoretically, you're signing a four year deal, but you got to keep it in your mind is actually a six or seven year. Deal. Wait, didn't Jonathan Taylor get franchise tag? And he was a second or a third round pick. Mm-mm. I don't think was John, John Taylor. Was he a first round? I don't pick? think he got franchise tag. He didn't get franchise tag. Oh no, he's just renegotiating he, a contract. He's just yeah. trying to renegotiate. Jacob Jacobs was the one that was they tried to franchise to yeah. the Raiders, and then he ended up doing what all the other guys doing, signing that one year deal. Because they couldn't, he was going to hold out. To some, yeah. to, to sum up everything, right? Just because I like to mess with mail, um, we really yeah, have the sure. same sentiments um, about you know Justin Fields. I never say you know he's a perfect quarterback or you know he's going to be the next you know superstar. No, but, I never um, said that. Um, it's it's the like it's the fact that like you said a lot of pressure is put on these young quarterbacks to overperform when it's like that's never happened in the history of is it overperform or just perform 
overperform because it's like they're they're asking the shit that they're asking you to do. Oh well, Yo, new quarterbacks used to have three, four, five and, years to get ready, bro. Yeah, three, three right. years to get ready. He's in year three to get ready to get ready to sit behind a vet, like you said, Mel, and get them ready. We're not in right. those days. No. So then you can't. Exactly. If those days are over, we can't sit here and be like, oh well, these guys need to just come and perform because a but they do it to everybody else. In. No, a lot of the, and we that's know, that's we know problem. now, you as a football player, you know that is a problem. That a lot of these guys come in and they don't understand what's going on around them and then they can't perform and guess what happens? They get pushed out the league when it's not right. They can play ball. You just got to show them how to work, how it works inside the NFL. Like if, with, if Justin Fields, not who, even without who not is even inside Justin the NFL, Fields how it works with them. Right, but who is, Justin Fields, who, who is Justin Fields' vet? Who did he get to sit behind and learn from? Who hey, did he learn from? Oh, look. Who did Baker Mayfield learn from? Who is who is Bryce Young learning from? Who like right. a lot of these dudes? Right. They're not Mel, that's my point. None of them were that's good. That's my point. None that's of them were good point. in the beginning. Is Bryce that's Young good point. right now? Has his team is his team looking so hot? No, but that's but my point is no that's one no one's given a leash. Because you don't perform and you didn't have the time. Yeah, but if no you're one's telling these that young me. guys, if you're telling these young guys now, day one, you have to come in and start, then you have to give them a leash. Because if I draft you in the if I draft you in the first five picks, you should know what, what your job is. No, that doesn't mean those guys are that NFL ready. Always, How many guys that, sit on the bench behind like, even Aaron Rodgers came and sat on the bench? Tom he Brady didn't go in the top five the picks. Right, but, but what I'm saying is, Tom Brady got to sit behind a vet that showed him how, like, showed him the things. Tom Brady got learn. drafted in the so, sixth round. Right, but it does not matter. He be, he's a top quarterback. Yes, it does he's matter. One of the best, he's one of the he's best. Expecta expectations are higher when you are right, drafted. But once once he gets his expectations, right? Maybe it's better to be drafted in the sixth round than the first round. Anyway. It is 100. percent because they, 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 you shouldn't take, oh, because he was drafted in the sixth. Oh, he don't have as much pressure as this guy. The Patriots but, didn't know who Tom Brady was when they drafted but, him. But they drafted him for a reason. Because they had a pick in the sixth round. No, that's not how it works. They scout guys. They picked him for a reason. No. No. Look, they, they, Tom, Brady was not good. Reason. Tom Brady was not good at Michigan. You they picked him for a reason. He wasn't he wasn't bad at Michigan. There's they they you talked they, him for his, a reason. His scouting, probably his scouting seen report his like he, they, they probably yeah, lost, and was like, he lost his job twice to Ty Collins and to um what's the other dude? When uh, Drew Henson. No, 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 he's talking about in Michigan. No, he's talking about in Michigan. 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 When he got the start, what did he do with it? That, no, that's what I'm you do with your opportunities, what you do right, with your opportunities. My point is it doesn't matter to me. I don't care where you get drafted. A certain guys need to come into the league and they need to sit behind but, vets and Mel, you know. But understand this. We'll take, we'll take the most the recent we will take the most recent example. Who was there more pressure on when they got drafted? Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Who did without, more with without, their without opportunity? Without Trey Lance well, who, or Brock who do you Purdy? think who you think was more ready? Because if, I, if I'm not mistaken, actually, Trey Lance actually, came in day one and had to get put out there when Brock Purdy yeah. had got to sit behind motherfucking Jimmy Garoppolo and learn some shit off of him. Just like and Jimmy so got he, to, just like Jimmy so got to sit Trey behind Lance. Alex Smith and got and to so learn Trey Lance. And where's Trey Lance now? He's gone. The number right. three quarterback. Why is that? Because Purdy showed them something what? That's what I mean. Like the, be, Because Purdy, expectations. Purdy You're not saying anything, bro. Yes, I, get, I just I said there were more expectations on Trey Lance. They did not wait for they, no, him. No, that's true. That's true, for, that's true too, Mulich. He is but, there's also, but there's also but he got, he got time. My point is, my Troy point is, is that when a quarterback gets to sit behind somebody and learn off of them, 
they're able to be a little bit more successful or or even you can push the scale wherever you want. Trey the Lance did it for two years. And do it from day one. Trey Lance did it for three years. Right. No, and three years. somebody, all right, Trey Lance did it for three years. He sat he behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Exactly. But then, he but then, sat behind and watched Jimmy Garoppolo. Did he not? Brock Purdy came and in and showed more what? resolve than him. So he got bounced and Brock, Brock, Brock Purdy got pushed into the spot. That's my well, point. Trey Lance, Trey Lance no, also that's my point. Up and blew his ankle my up. point. Trey Lance isn't ready. So they didn't start him. Brock Purdy is. They gave the job to Brock Purdy. Because that's the point. The expectations on him. Was higher, yes no, or no? And I, I agree with that. I said uh, the who? expectations could be higher on Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. Trey Lance, because he was drafted higher. I can well, give you that. I will and give they gave you that. up a, but a it, fucking fortune it, to draft him. Right. It doesn't to Ooh. me. To me, that so, doesn't overweigh Brock Purdy coming in without that expectation no, and then shitting on not, what you were supposed you're, to do. You're not do. hearing what I'm saying. What no, I'm I saying is you. because of the because he had these expectations, his leash was very very short when he did not produce it. That can and be that, true. and that's on every young quarterback, right? But that's why, that's Justin why Justin Fields. Yeah, that's why growing up, we head. saw quarterbacks oh. sit behind vets, learn, and then come and take over the franchise. Quarterbacks today, you said it yourself. Every right? quarterback, quarterback doesn't sit behind a veteran quarterback, right? And and a lot of them don't pan out. Quarterbacks who sit behind veteran quarterbacks don't right. pan out. A lot out. of them don't pan out, but who's more likely to have success? Somebody that learns from somebody or somebody that doesn't? The Aaron Rodgers sat behind a veteran and look at Aaron Rodgers. You just, just said they play. don't. Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love both sat behind veterans and look at them both. Each other and look at like, them both. Like, you, that, that was that was not Tom Brady sat behind. I don't statement. care how good fucking – what was it? No, you can, whatever you can come up with examples of – you can come up with examples of how quarterbacks – Sat behind some a veteran and then they came out good. And I can come up with examples of quarterbacks sitting behind veterans and they still were ass. Yeah, no, but you just said they. You said no quarterbacks that sit behind veterans are good. That's what you. That's, that's no, no, that's not. Said. No, that's, that's not why what I, I said. What I, I said. No, I said you can't make the statement that all quarterbacks that sit behind become good. You can't make that statement. I wasn't saying that. I'm saying you're more likely to be successful as a young quarterback if you can sit behind a vet and learn from him. That's what that's you're not a good, a good vet. I wouldn't just say a good vet. vet. Yes, a good vet. You know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yes, if you sit behind a good vet. You don't think if Cam Newton was on somebody's bench, he can teach them fucking about the game, especially you a mobile to, quarterback? At the, end, at the end of the day, you still have to use what you have and apply it on the field. Right, does, you can sit there and you can sit behind a quarter, a, a veteran quarterback, all you want. If you don't absorb the information oh, and put that shit out on the field, it don't mean shit. Right, but that's but what, that's the but, point. But what is they? What what do they have? Like what 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 do they have? Like be like be be honest. What what do they have to use? What do who have? Because it's it's definitely apparent as football players, we know that you can game plan for something all fucking week. And the coach can literally go in there and change the game plan that day, day the day of the game, and be like, "Yeah, no, we're not doing none of that shit. Scrap the whole shit. We're gonna just do this." So when Justin is sitting there saying it's a lot of information, oh yeah, sure, we're going through what we're going through the week of preparation, and we're doing this. This is the game plan. But as soon as we get there, because the head coach and the fucking and and the GM and the offensive coordinator aren't all together on one page, guess what? Game day comes, the whole plan changes. Now we're sitting for drawing plays in the fucking dirt, which is why they run three or four plays the same fucking play multiple times in a row. Is that okay? You still got to you still got to execute. I don't give a fuck. You still got to execute. How? How are you? How can you execute? I just showed you. I just showed you three videos of him not reading a defense. 
And I can show you multiple videos of them literally setting him up to fail. We can literally go back and forth from that. I can do the same thing for Zach Wilson, too. I can do the same thing for Tom Brady. I can do the same thing for Peyton Manning. I can do the same thing for every single fucking quarterback in the league. What are we talking so, about? Like, so, the they're, so they're purposely setting up Justin Fields to fail. This is what you're telling When you run a freaking screen in your red zone two times in a row to the same play, is that is to the same side, is that not a smooth setup, bro? Is that not a smooth setup, dog? You gonna sit here and tell me with a straight Something face? Sounds that's sus not to a me. smooth setup. Some sounds sus to me. This so, is bullshit. Because I, I, love, love I, setup. I love the conversation. I just want to read something that came across the screen, and it goes back to something we talked about earlier in the right before football season. We're talking about dumbass ownership, and we're gonna talk about Jim Irsay again because the Colts' asking price for Jonathan Taylor is now roughly a second round pick. <laughs> Yeah, I wish that's coach. Should have just up. fucking traded him when you had the chance. He would have already been traded if they would have said a high if they would have said a second round pick is an asking price. He'd he'd have had 13 fucking teams asking for him. I'm gonna uh hell yeah, 100 <laughs> percent Listen, uh I'm gonna get out of here, but I wanna say I wanna say something else. Stop this shit. All right. <laughs> Stop this shit. And I just want Look, I just I'm want not... the chat. I want the chat and viewers know Troy whipped Mel ass in fantasy. I want to hear shit from Mel. Peace. I had three of my niggas get hurt in, in concussion protocol. That man Fuck said. That man not said. to mention, just to just to just to finish it up, right? Not to mention, like if you're going to sit there and tell me that last year all the carries, like if 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 he can't throw the fucking ball, bet bet then then make don't don't make the nigga throw the fucking ball. As use much. his fucking strength. How how hard is like, that? The the here's and this is use his strength as the, as, like, as his strength. Yeah, I'm I'm, and, and I'm confused because I can come up with Mel better place my damn self. Yeah, but what Mel was saying and and I get why he gets why why he gets up in arms. We say you know we 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 find all these I guess we'll say outs or excuses whatever for Justin Fields is because we gave the same type of progression to Lamar Jackson. His strength was his strength. He can throw the ball, but the way the team was structured, they're like, look, you can run really well. We have an offense predicated around running. That man ran for three years. And then he started to just now, with an offensive play caller, call and do normal offensive things. But the year, that's, but the year he only, won MVP, everybody talks ooh, about the 1,100 yes. yards he ran for. He yes. threw for 3,700 yards. He did, and yeah. you're not wrong. But again, they never, they never took his true strength away, which is his legs. They're trying to do something completely different with, with, with Justin this year. If, if Zach Wilson had the same exact athleticism as Justin Fields, I'd have the same feelings. If you have an athletic quarterback that can do the types of things that they can do, use that plus add simplistic offensive plays to take advantage of, oh, but, he moves the pocket. Let's take advantage of this window. That's why I keep going back to the West Coast right, offense because right, it's pretty right, windows right, and stuff right, being right. open. Only thing I say is like with somebody, I think that they try to do some of those things. I just don't think he sees it. Like he's he doesn't see it for whatever reason the dude doesn't see the field i don't know he if he doesn't it's... trust it yeah that's I, what I, I see i really would be curious to know when what he does see because I, I do think there's something to that when you say that Mel. i do wonder what he sees on he doesn't trust plays. it bro because you gotta even, look even, you... no listen that last play that the mail showed a running back bro, down I'm, i think running, running back down the scene, is that what watched was? that play like, yeah. and i dissected listen. that play multiple damn times trust me i've never like i said i've never said that he's playing perfect and that he sees the field perfectly what i'm saying is 
He does not trust the people out there. Mel lives in Mel trusts Clay, Chase Claypool as a number two. I that mean, boy sucks. I'm trying to tell you right yeah, now. He sucks. He do, he literally said it himself. He will go out there and run the wrong fucking play, bro. The wrong shit. Look, no, and I will tell you why he. I could tell you. I will tell you why he probably did something like that. And it'll go back to your overarching point about the organization. Maybe he doesn't fuck with the organization. And I'm going to give you that. Do you not yeah. fuck with the Steelers organization either? Because no, he, no, he was when he was on the Steelers. You can't say that. That's why he, he started off. For him. He started off very, very high. Yes. He started off very, very high. Yes. But at the end of the day, what got him in trouble? His mouth, no. because he he felt, oh, well, we should play music at practice, and his targets went down. When his targets went down, he okay. started to what? Regress in talent. So he went that. to the Bears. They gave, okay. they sent him to the Bears so that he can get a resurgence in his. But, in, in but his, he went to a bad organization, career. though. But it that's doesn't the matter. That, if you're supposed to be that guy, bro, you're supposed to turn up any fucking organization, right or wrong. But now listen to what you just said. You just said Chase Claypool had. It doesn't matter about the organization. He's supposed to turn up. If Why he, don't you feel that, that about Justin Fields? Because nobody said that Justin was that guy. I ne I never said that. You literally just agreed with me, and when I said, I never said that he was that guy. No, I never but, said that. But if but everybody thinks that Chase Claypool was supposed to be that guy, he's not. Chase, he's never so that he's that guy. No, he's a number two. We understand he's a two or three. I don't at, even think he's a number three two. Three or two at best. He's barely a three at this point. He's barely a three at this point. But you're saying that he needs to turn up regardless of the situation. But just that's all I'm saying about Justin Fields. Dog, he needs to, don't no, make no, it no, happen, no. I'm not saying he needs to turn up regardless of the situation. I'm saying he needs to focus on what he needs to do. He literally came out and said he don't even be fucking paying attention. He goes out there and runs the wrong routes. How is that helping out your quarterback? Justin Fields just said he has too much information in his head. So he's not so clearly he's not doing the right things either. That's now that goes back to now if you want to say. It's an organizational thing. Yes. Then fine. <laughs> but still, with all of that being said, you, you still have to perform when you get on the field. You can't sit up there and say that it's an organizational thing or a head coaching thing and say, but still, I played for I played for sense. bad coaches. I played for bad coaches. It never affected me on the football field. I still went out and played my defense. I still went out and played wide receiver. I still did the shit that I needed to do. Did it affect your team? I, no, I said Melvin. It can't. I can't worry about the other ten dudes. Okay. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you said Melvin, right? Justin Fields went out there and rushed for a freaking eleven hundred some yards last year and passed for a thousand yards. He had a great season, according okay. to most people, right? Now I wouldn't call that a great season. Uh, most people would, would consider that a great season, running for over a thousand yards and setting and almost setting a rushing record. For a tailback, not a most quarterback. Most people would, would call that a great season. Most people would label that a, a great season, anyways. But the fact of the matter is, he looked good. Did that translate to wins for his team? No, it did not. He didn't look good, though. That's the point. How did he? You're just good? taking one aspect of what he does and saying he looked good. That's he's his a strength. quarterback, and he looked good at doing what. No, his strength he looked was. good at running the football from the quarterback Which position. That's strength. not what a quarterback is here for. That's his strength, though. Correct, right or wrong? Is that that's right? not that what a quarterback is, is there for. Right or wrong? None of that matters. How are you he's helping the offense by running the ball 22 times a game? How are you helping the defense if you're just get out there, if you're just out there looking good for yourself? That's your that's your logic right there. If I'm playing corner, there. and okay. if I'm playing corner, 
and I'm playing my and I'm playing my cover four. I'm playing my man coverage. I'm making tackles when I when the ball is ran and all that. I'm doing my job. That's I'm doing my job. That is helping out the team. I didn't disrespect the defense. I'm still doing my job. There's still ten other people on the field. Are they? Am I correct? You're right. You're right. So yeah, you're doing your job. But what's 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 the other corner doing? Is he doing the same thing you're doing? I can't control him. Oh, damn, that's crazy. So Justin can't control anything, right? He can only control what he does after the ball, especially after the ball leaves his hand. Yes, right? he can only – if you miss a dude in the flats because you're not reading the defense right, that's a Justin Fields problem. If the quarter, if the if your offensive coordinator and your head coach is telling you to look over there, whose problem is that? To look is over still, where? If, is if the play problem? calls – Moolage, I put the graph up, bro. If – well, if, if you got three wide receivers to your right, the first look is to your right. If you don't throw it to the open dude on the right, that's your fault, not the offensive coordinators. How, like I said, I understand that point. But at the same time, if you have three receivers on that side and your quarter and your offensive coordinator tells you to look towards the boundary side first, to look at that read first because obviously you got we have a one-on-one -on -one over there there's three receivers over here which means the defense is going to slide to the three receiver side right or wrong yeah okay which means you have what one-on-one -on, -one on the back side correct mm -hmm. so if your if your offensive coordinator is telling you yeah look over there but come back and throw the ball over here you don't you don't think that should happen does that not happen yeah because but he didn't do I've, he didn't do that I, i've seen it happen multiple times but he didn't do that he did it on the he did he quite literally did it on the screen on the on the play where where he turned around and there was a freaking and the running back was in the flat. He didn't even look at him. Why didn't he look at him? Because that's not the read. They're telling him you have to read this, right? Read that. Bet I'm going to go straight into reading that. I'm not going to look at the running back. And so then, why so then, so then his so then he's lying then. Because he said he has too much information. That's not a lot of information. If they're giving him one read, that's not a lot of information, bro. How they're not? How you know damn well they're not giving him just one read? But well, they're telling him said. to no. They're telling him to look at the opposite way of the easy read. If you're gonna sit up there and break down film and say that, oh well, yeah, he's in the flex. That's an easy read. That's an easy touchdown. Bet everybody fucking knows that shit. I'm the only play fucking quarterback, and I know that shit. But if the quarterback is being told to look towards the multiple receiver side as a decoy to throw off that side of the defense to maybe to maybe come back and do a throwback yeah, but even, okay throwback even with all of that if once you look there and it's not there and you come back you spoke you still got to come back to the other side exactly and what and what does that take that takes time right that takes literally one second no it doesn't no it doesn't why doesn't it i played the quarterback position it does not we, take one we, we both play quarterback bro like I literally played. As, when as I early as when you take year. a snap and you're looking to your left and you like, oh, it's not there. Boom, your head goes there. And That's, in the midst, in the midst of your head going there, what do you see right here coming at you? There's a defense the there. Yes. The rush, yeah. So okay. you make there's it not, like that's just easy. There's and not. Oh. There's not a heavy rush on every play. With that O line, yes, there is. Dude, I show. 
I'll pull it up again. We'll do it again. We'll do it right now. We we don't need to do that because we need to pivot. We still got two other major topics to get into, and we we getting into the to the that part of the show. And then and in that play, he had to extend the pocket because the his alignment was getting pushed in his face. You can go back and look, go back and look and break down film all day. Because he fucking didn't throw the ball when he was supposed to. Because he Look, had I'm no not saying I'm not saying it's all side. him. I'm just pointing out the step. It's never 100% one person. That's stupid. We have these we got two topics to go through. Okay. Okay. Let's so let, let's, getting crazy. Let's, like I told you, yeah. I was gonna be nuts today. Um, let's let's pivot to let's pivot to Sean Payton. Let's let's get to because you, you had you had some stuff to talk about. Let's get to Sean Payton. And then okay. we'll, we'll finish the show off with uh, our, our favorite coach that we're hoping is the first one on the hot seat to be fired this year, Mr. Staley. Right. Um, the shit that's going on in Denver, as much as they like to say it's Russell Wilson, Russ is this. Um, I want everybody to go look at the stats on Russell Wilson this season. Russell Wilson is a top 10 quarterback in every statistical category. I think it's up one, but he was 12. And now his stats are actually comp. He's, he's improved. Like there's no, there's no, he's definitely improved. You know what the problem is? And for whatever reason, I guess nobody really looked at this. Everybody talked about how great this Denver defense was last year. Do you know they were ranked 25th? They were not a good defense. They they Who overachieved did? last year. Because I've been calling the Denver defense, but since forever. They no, I'm not saying you. I'm just, you know, people. They, no, the general, the general public said that. I don't care if it's Patrick Sertain. I don't care if they had Von. I don't care about none of that, bro. They've been butt for years. But they like to say that all Russ had to do was just manage the game because the defense, the defense was ass last year. They getting exposed for like some shit this year. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. No, they, they, they literally overrated. and they, they weren't even, Damn, they that? weren't even, t- they weren't even top mm-hmm. 10 in sacks last year. You heard that? No. Damn. I think they were like 19 <laughs> or 20 in sacks last year. <laughs> I had, Jeez. I had a whole conversation on Patrick Sertain because people were telling me, <laughs> That Patrick Satan is the best young quarterback oh, in the league. And I said, no, oh, Sauce Gardner is still better. Yeah, no. Patrick Sertan, oh. I watched him. I, got something I watched about, him. Yeah, he consistently like gets cooked. Oh, I don't oh, know what Listen, people watch, no. but the film look, oh, Sauce, Sauce Gardner is definitely the best young corner. Like he 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 oh. is. Like there's that it's weird that that was even a discussion. Because I don't think on, he I was got, better than I don't I think Patrick Sertan was better than him in any shape, form, or He's not better, in my opinion, he's not better than AJ Terrell. I can no. run down the young cornerbacks that better are better than, than he is. Junior. Yeah, he's, Dar- not he's not better than Derek Stingley either. Yeah, like, like I've been saying, bro. I've been saying. But people and, and like the to the other, the other corner that Seattle got. He's overrated. Was it Tariq? Oh, Tariq Woolen? Oh, uh, Tariq Woolen? No. Yeah, 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 he's not better than him either. No, and Woolen's a dog. He's not better than him either. Woolen's a dog. Like I've been saying PS2, as they call him, has been overrated. At the end of the season, you know what else you're going to say? He's not better than Christian Gonzalez. We'll say that at the end of the season. I don't think he's better than Christian Gonzalez right now. I said now. I'll say now. I'm gonna. We 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 talked about it before, so I'm gonna let the film do what it does by the end of the season, and then we'll see. You know hey. how it all really shapes out. Christian Gonzalez, because, now, he, he got one on on Tyreek Hill. He sure oh. did. He got more than one. He got one. Oh. He got one pick, but he got a lot of good coverage on him too. I don't know. Pat Listen, Martin can say the same thing. No. The Denver defense gave up 35 points to the Washington Commanders. Yep. Then followed that up and gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. Gave up 105 points in two weeks. I don't know what you think Russell Wilson is supposed to do. Nothing. What is he? Historical. A historical. You didn't have the offense to match Miami and go 70 for 70. Like, even if Russ would have, even if Russ would have threw for 500 yards, they still wouldn't have put up 70 points. 
No, the defense was getting cooked. That is historical. And they're lucky Jalen Waddle didn't play. They might have put up a hundred. Yeah, Robbie and and, well, and most of their most of Miami's touchdowns were in the run game, which is which oh, is yeah. even worse. You gave when up they were trying to in the passing person. game. They were trying to spare the Broncos by running the ball, and they couldn't stop the run. No, you had a rookie running back go for four touchdowns, and you had Raheem Mostert, still yards. one of the fastest running backs in the NFL, go for a hat trick. Mm-hmm. It's come on, that's Raheem not Mostert a Russell is, Wilson problem. He's like thirty-two, by the way. Hey, don't matter. Running back. Hey, fast is fast. All right, fast is fast. No, okay, fast, is fast. fast is fast. Oh, no, I just wanted to say that because everybody yeah. feels like it's he he he's 32. He's at least he's in his 30s for sure. Yeah, he's in his 30s for sure. But you know, everybody likes to say once running backs hit their 30s, then they're basically damaged goods and they're on the damn fight of the hit of their, their career. But you know, he's still healthy for everybody that wants to talk shit about his health. And uh, yeah, he just we see and not to mention they were still and they're missing, they're missing their number two running back who's still who's just now getting ready to come back. Yeah. Yeah, you so, gave up 200 yards to 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 not only a rookie but to like, an OG like, as well. Yeah, like come on bro. Just, just face it. You got you got you got your cheeks clapped. That's just what it is. Yeah. You got clapped. 100%. And And that's 100%. what y'all get. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. That's exactly what y'all get. That's exactly yeah, what y'all get, bro. That's exactly what y'all get, dog. That's exactly what y'all get. Yeah, like yeah, he's 31 and he's still running all over y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. this is we'll see. But but this that. is a Sean Payton problem. Why trying to devalue running backs and stuff like that? I want y'all to know that he's 31, okay? Fordham Jones, stop playing with him. Don't don't disrespect. Him, okay, Sean Payton. After two major injuries, hold on, wait a minute. After two major injuries, dog. Okay, y'all better stop playing with Raheem Mostert, bro. After two major injuries, he's still out here kicking at 31 years old, scoring hat tricks on the greatest on the great deep. Yeah, yeah, I better start paying no. the running backs, man. They better no. start paying the problem backs. is the heat. Everybody's piling up on Russ, and oh, Russ ain't doing this. Russ ain't doing that. I'm like. He is. The problem is, okay, Russ put up 33 points. I can't, like, the defense gave up 35. Like, I don't know what you want him to do in those situations. Our offense is, you're not supposed to go out, if you're asking the offense to go out and score 30-plus points every single game to win, your defense is asked. It it has nothing to do with the offense. Yep. If, no, a typical, if a typical if a typical NFL offense puts up 35 points, you're usually winning that game. Unless you're just in a shootout. Exactly. And you shouldn't be and you shouldn't be in if you're in shootouts every single week, that's this a defense. Pac-12. Problem. Stop it. This ain't the Pac-12. Stop it. And what do they say about the Pac-12? Mm. No, they, they, don't, they don't play, play defense. Defense. They don't play defense. There you go. So Yeah, no. And and we're going to find out Sunday. Like they better beat the brakes off the Bears. I'm, I'm going to say it like that. If the Bears, the this is the only reason why I'm starting Justin Fields in fantasy this week. I don't blame you. I because if he goes out and he throws for 200 and some odd yards and rushes for another 150 and puts up five touchdowns, that's not a Russell Wilson problem. That's a defense problem. I hope Justin I hope Fields happens. goes off for over 100 yards. I just, I, just I, I just want to see it. I just want to see it. I hope it happens. I, I just, I just want to see, I just want to see one complete game from Justin Fields so that I can feel better about defending him and now his other partner in crime, which in, in Zach Wilson. I want to see Zach Wilson put the uh, complete game together too. And, I want to see both. My of them. thing is, my thing has always been this: either you have hope for both of them because they're in similar situations and fucked up places, or they're both ass. Like you can't have hope for one. You can't have, and you, not you, the you other. can't have, 
you can't have either one. You feel me? You can't have either one. And I always, I've always been the same about quarterbacks. Speaking of quarter, like I said, I got a Raider rant for y'all later. And oh, I'm finna cook because all y'all motherfuckers told me about yeah. Jimmy. Like I said, and my, Jimmy my G only, hurt again. My, my but, only, my only issue, like I said, with really and truly with Wilson, Zach, not Russell, is he needs to he needs to grow up from a leadership perspective because that to me is. Right. A, is and a, I think the one that, thing for him, in my opinion, I don't know what it's gonna take. But like you, I, I agree with you, GQ. Like the team isn't, they didn't wrap their arms around him yet. And I don't know what it's going to take for him, what he has to do to get his, the team to say, you know what? You all do. I don't think they will because there's still rumblings about what's going on behind the scenes and that, that because, defense is like the coach is defending his quarterback, but what is the quarterback doing? To because it is. I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to tell you exactly what the problem is. They went out and designed this offense to fit Aaron Rodgers. They got Alan Lazard for mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers. They brought oh, they in Randall Cobb. Everybody Aaron Rodgers wanted. Well, everybody's for Aaron Rodgers, but now Zach Wilson's the quarterback. That's weird. It is, but at the same time, that is a lot of offensive talent that that team has. Yeah, but you're you asking. You play quite a few quarterbacks into that current no, offense, you, and that is, that's, a, that's a good option. No, no, no. The not thing the, about not it the playbook. Is, I'm talking about with those skill players. But what, but what you're asking is the same is the same issue that you're saying is with Justin Fields. The offense wasn't built. The plays that they have aren't yeah. the strengths of Zach Wilson. They're the strengths they of are. Aaron Rodgers. No, yeah, they're they not. Are. That's true. So it's going to take time to transition that that it's going. They're in week two of Zach Wilson being a quarterback. True, but Nathaniel Hackett is not new to this. Like your job as an offensive coordinator is but to Nathaniel be. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't know Zach Wilson. No, he I doesn't. But, he, but he, he's still competent enough to know. All right, you. But you've been around is enough. He like, all right, I, is he though? Okay, this is, is this is what though? I'm saying. Should be. No, he's not because we saw that. What I'm saying is he should be as an offensive mm -hmm. coordinator. You should be competent enough as an offensive coordinator to. We saw what his dumbass did yeah. in, in Denver. You have a primary playbook designed for your starter. You've still got to have at least twenty to twenty-five plays for your backup that takes advantage of their strengths just in case he just made russell case. wilson look just like a dumpster because fire last year even even russell sean payton like which is crazy right even sean payton had plays for freaking Taysom hill a pack he's not the starter but he has a package of plays you tell me that sean payton is a smart man you but as <laughs> i my expectation as a as a football guy is my offensive coordinator should be able to simply come up with a very simple set amount of plays for both of my quarterbacks because you, and you happens. would be you would be 100 correct in assuming that the problem is you are dealing to. with people and this is yes and people suck that's the, like you would do that that don't mean that dumb motherfucker over there gonna yeah, do that and to me that's just preparation yeah. but I, I get what you're I'll, saying though like I don't think I don't think the team likes him for what he said no, last and I, year. I don't think I don't know that and I, I think, think that truly burnt the bridge with the team. The yep. non-accountability like from it's your not, quarterback, I, I think that's a serious problem. I, that's yeah, why I think I the reset button is. is the best bet. I think he needs yep. to change scenery, and I'm and there's that's just really what I think it is for him. Mm -hmm. And I'm because, I, like I said, I believe both of these guys are talented, talented in different ways, and I don't think they're being their talents aren't being utilized properly. No, oh, they're absolutely is, not. No, this is Somebody definitely the product of, of defensive head coaches. They don't know how to deal with quarterbacks like this yeah and that's, that's just and it's not like say, i'm not and i'm not saying they're bad coaches but defensive coaches don't focus I on am. quarterback development that's not their thing yep 
It never has been. That the history, the history shows us that we can look at all. We can go back far, far with this. Defensive head coaches don't focus on quarterback development, and that's okay. Don't give a fuck about them. But that's why my funny thing is we're looking at we're looking at the Houston Texans and CJ Stroud with a defensive head coach, but they have a competent offensive coordinator in place. Right. And there's a difference. There is a competent offensive coordinator. That's the biggest difference. Now we're gonna. This is the perfect segue into dumbass. Let's get it. Because I'm, I've been waiting for this segment all week. Because we're ta- we're talking about two quarterbacks that are struggling with bad organizations and with horrible organizations that's never had a good quarterback not once in their right. franchise. One hundred percent. But now we have a very talented quarterback dealing with stupidity. But he's su- he's despite the dysfunction, he's winning football games. Yes. Despite a, a generational quarterback with a sh- despite the total inept brain power of their fucking head coach. Brandon Staley, I don't know how he became a head coach. I don't know why he's a head coach. The fact that him and Josh McDaniel still have their jobs after what they've put on display, considering one is supposed listen, to be a defensive Josh coach, McDaniels is a multi coach. is a multi-time offender at head coach. You niggas should be fired to tonight. Okay. Like, Y'all shouldn't yeah. have even made it to the season. Because right. Brandon Staley is confusing. This is the argument that y'all are making for Justin Fields about you know his defense. This is what blow this is why the Chargers fucking infuriate. This is why. You have Joey Bosa, mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. JC Jackson, mm-hmm. Derwin James, Michael Kendricks. You got a fucking junior. You have the on NFL, the other side. It. It's the most expensive defense in football, and they're by, asked, a, by a large margin. And they're ass. They're asking Justin Herbert every fucking week, dog. We're gonna get you the ball back. We're gonna be down sixty-two to fifty-eight, but you got to give us a fucking touchdown so we can win the game. But if you don't win the game, it's your fault. You suck. You don't come up in the clutch. Da, 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 da. Bro, how what do you he's not Superman? He may look like Superman. He's not Superman. No. You're if asking that, if him that to defense do was it. just if he had a if that defense was top 10, they'd probably they don't want a Super Bowl already. Easy. The they Chargers would've gave, wouldn't be able to yeah. fuck. I mean, the Chiefs wouldn't be able to fuck with them. And the, and that's the thing, they give the Chiefs problems. Mike Williams is a Chiefs killer. They never have an answer for Mike Williams when they play. Mike Williams keeps the ass up in the red season. zone, but now he's out for the season. And now you got Quinnen Johnson and, and Josh Palmer, who got like one of the luckiest touchdown catches last week. But it should have been a but pick. You can't. It should have been a pick. You can't keep asking him, "Yo, I need you to score forty-two points no, today. I need you to not. score thirty-eight points today." No, and you sometimes, dog. He, I'm pretty sure he's like, "Look, can I win like a fourteen to three game? Can I win a so normal that football I can, game?" Like, I, I can so. just I relax for a little while. 14 points, even yeah. if they fucking try. I think can they I just, cap out as that yeah. 30. I can, I just, can, we, can we just have a 24 to 17 victory? I know, can defense just get one pick at the end How of a game? Know, you know, a, a key sack on, in a, in, on third down, something crazy like that to win a game yeah. without going for it. Why does he have to times? be – why do the Chargers have to be under duress in the fourth quarter of every game? They should. Every game. They shouldn't. And oh. I don't know what I don't even know what ownership is thinking. Like I don't understand why. Like why do you have you have this generational talented quarterback? You have good offense, 
you fucked up. You have great offensive weapons, and you have an awesome that weapon undrafted. Is, that offense is Eckler was undrafted, is, and he's still uh, the amazing. highest. He has still has the most touchdowns for a running back since he came in, and he's got he's top five in catches for an Look undrafted this. player. If Sean McVay was the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, oh, damn that he should be the head coach. Oh, most definitely. Or head coach. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. They, 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 they going right back to the Super Bowl, and he, and they'll beat the 49ers. Because if you put you can't give, give that team to Sean McVay versus Kyle Shanahan, you Kennedy, can't they go Warriors. for. Okay, if it's fourth and seven, punt the fucking ball, please. Punt please. the ball. That's this ain't I thought this was football. This I thought that was I thought that was football. This, this ain't Madden. There ain't no damn no punt. Punt the. Put punt. your defense in a put your defense in a better position because defenses. Go ahead. Because. Like when you listen, when you hear this, you just, you should, it's, it's, it's actually crazy when you think about it, right? After that, enjoy your break. Can you guys tell me who the who which quarterback has the highest completion percentage in the league right now? It's right two. Now, it's either. I'm about to say it's that. No, it's Justin two. Herbert. I think he's completing something Herbert. like seventy-four percent of his passes. Yes, bro. You have a quarterback that's completing seventy percent of his fucking passes, dog. Seventy percent, and. And we got and we got players like JC Jackson talking about why am I being benched? Because y'all are playing like butt. That's why. I'm surprised everybody on the guy on every starter ain't been benched. Look, That's why. I said what I said. The other biggest mistake they made, the the Chargers. They didn't make a lot of mistakes. Staley is one of them. But they should have, oh. and I said this, that I advocated they should have hired Brian Flores in the offseason. I guarantee you that's a top 10 defense if Brian Flores is the defensive coordinator. I don't think he can supersede the stupidity no, of fucking actually, Brandon Stanley. No, but defensively, he can fix the the couple the levels of ineptitude that are there. Now, granted, here's the here's the kickback that Mel the Mel's talking about. And I've I've experienced this myself in the flag football world when our offense would continue to go for it on fourth down and put the defense in short field positions. You can't do no, that 90% of the game as a defense. We're not built to defend the short field that many times. I'm fighting. Oh. That's what that's like, happening. That's not I'm what we fighting. should be doing because the game gets more difficult for a defense when the field is shorter. Just like it's more difficult for the offense. But guess what? There's still more advantages for the offense in a short field than there is a defense. Yeah, because it worst case scenario, they kick a field goal. They're still or, yeah. the point, well, the exactly. job is to stop them from scoring points. Yeah, and then worst case scenario for us as a defense, let's say I do stop you on the one. Now my offense got to go 99 yards the other way. Exactly. And the, the room for safety. error is none. We just saw another guy do a Dan Orlovsky this past Sunday. The room mm-hmm. for error is not very big. Literally zero. It's literally so zero. Can we, can we punt the ball and actually defend 80 yards? Can we defend 80 yards? If I give up a touchdown from 80 yards, okay, I got you. But if I'm, doing, up. if I'm doing it from 30 and under, can you blame us? Because you're one couple of combinations away from being wide open. Two plays. Like, like 30 yards is a lot for certain offenses, like an offense like the Chiefs who could run different concepts and schemes or like the 49ers. You're one beautiful crossing combination away from a wide open Brandon Ayuk up the seam all of a sudden. And you're like, how did mm-hmm. that happen? You know, or the or mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Let's talk about the most. The, the, Dolphins. the Dolphins can yeah. do three sets of different motions and all of a sudden they score in one play. From 30 got yards. two out here doing no looks like he's Magic Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, come on now. Like, give your, def- give, give your defense a chance to be good. Because I think that's also the problem with these numbers that we're talking about with this defense. They don't, they're defending a short field more often than not. And that's a bad recipe. Give them yeah. a chance. Let's see, let's see them defend 80 yards multiple right. series like in this. a row. And let's, let's see watched, something different. We've watched these bum ass fucking chargers 
We saw put like this. We saw what Tyreek Hill did. We did a whole video Mm -hmm. on what the Dolphins did to the Chargers. Like Tua is looking like Tua is playing a video game right now. Oh yeah, style. I could swear he's playing Madden. Yeah, he's playing a video game. The the Bro, Chargers should not have, they they shouldn't have lost to Seattle. Seattle shouldn't have been able to put up thirty plus points on them like that. No, in like, the fourth quarter. And I'm not saying like you know like Seattle's bad, but the to me the Chargers' offense is better than the Seattle offense. It you should shouldn't. Be. You shouldn't have. That game shouldn't, shouldn't have been that close. The I don't know. You did lose the Titans, too, which is even worse. The, I'm gonna, the I'm Titans' tell you offense right is now. anemic. The Titans' offense is anemic. And now Bro. you're gonna have you're without um you're without your second receiver this week, so it's just D Hop and whatever's left of Derrick Henry this upcoming Sunday. Say whatever's left of Derrick Henry. The Chargers Trump. gave up. This is what they did these first three weeks. They gave up 36 to the Dolphins. They got lucky. 27 to the Titans. How? 27 to the Titans. 24 to the Vikings. Your defense is giving up an average of 28 points a game. Yep, that is ass. What do you, you're asking the offense to do too much? That's insane, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't blame Justin Herbert for that. You can't. You cannot say, oh, well, we two and one, or we one and two because of Justin Herbert. Now, Complete complete disclaimer, me personally, I'm always going to do that because I love to mess with Charger fans because you guys are just always just just so easy. That's different. There's only like five of y'all, so you feel me. But what what Mel is saying is absolutely correct. You can't sit up there and your defense can't sit up there and average 28 points given and you expect your quarterback to go out there and win games. Like that's If you have a historically low fucking defense that's historically giving up the butt all day, every day, yeah, like that. What I wanted to go back to that game because I was so baffled by that game. That Chargers Tennessee game, Justin Herbert was 27 to 41, 305 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions, none of that. None mm-hmm. of that. The Titans, Ryan Tannehill had one of those games. Ryan Tannehill. Games. 20 of 24 for 246 and a touchdown. Derrick Henry, 25 for 80 and a touchdown. And Ryan Tannehill also had a rushing touchdown in that game. So realistically, the Titans offense didn't do anything special. But defensively, you you held Derrick Henry to 3.2 yards rushing. Okay. But like they didn't do anything that the Chargers defense should have they should have been able to get a stop to stop that field goal from happening. My opinion, if Justin Herbert gave me 305 yards and two touchdowns, we should win that game. There should be a point in the game where Justin Herbert can just turn around and hand the ball off to Austin Eckler to destroy the rest of the game. Yeah, and well, in this game, Eckler didn't play, and Kelly was absolutely ass because he was 13 carries for 39 yards, which is fucking atrocious. But Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen had 111 yards, and Mike Williams had almost 100. So my top two receivers, damn near both went for 100 yards, and they should ate they should ate all day long. And not to mention, my tight end gave me three for 47, which is fine for a tight end. Like Justin Herbert has the second highest QBR. That I'm not surprised at. Yep, behind two. That's not surprising at all. Like Justin Herbert has always been an efficient quarterback. It's just his defense has been the exact opposite. And his like coach he's is completing seventy four point one percent of his passes. That's he's gonna be he's gonna be fighting for the for the accuracy record this year more than likely if he keeps his current trend up. And I'm probably going to jinx him now. And I'm sorry, Justin Herbert, if this happens. 
He has not thrown an interception yet this season. Yeah, you might have said that too soon because they played they played they played the Raiders and the Raiders might happen to just get one just because. Oh no, he's not gonna throw no pick this week. Don't worry about and it. Soon, and as soon as you said he's gonna get it's a division. He's gonna throw five this weekend. Watch because five to who? He, yeah, I don't to know who? who, but he'll he'll he to, might throw to who? To who? To the Alabama. He's he not, he not throwing five to the Raiders. The Raiders is gonna drop five before they even think about picking off five. I right, look as okay. long as Devontae Adams do what he's been doing, I don't give a fuck how the game go. So it's just Brandon Staley sucks ass. In order to save Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley needs to be. He needs to go. He needs to go. I still think he's the first coach fired this year, and I hope that's the case. But it's really, it's really between him and Matt Eberflus. They're one of the man. Eberflus, one of them is going to go. Should have fired him in offseason, but whatever. True indeed. Should have been gone. Should Speaking be of that, Dr. Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> Look. You count your days, buddy, because you, you should be next. Well, Josh McDaniels not going nowhere, unfortunately. No. Unfortunately, because no. the Raiders just poor, thanks, Mark Davis. But still, yeah, you. I don't care. I, I ain't even going to lie to you. I would cut ties and just – I'd be outside like like O-Dog. Anybody want to coach? Who want to coach? I got coach. Look, I'm trying to get that job coach. anyway. You're gonna, hopefully I can get that job in another year. Hey, shit. We need it, goddamn. Um, um, we didn't get to get the coach prime. I wanted to do this. Because Dan Lanning, matter of fact, I'm gonna do this. Fuck him. I was just say, no, Fuck. get into it. Get it. Yeah. Fuck Dan Lanning. Because listen here. You, sir, you are winning with Mario Cristobal's players. You went out and got a quarterback who's been in fucking cop. Bo Nix is older than Brock Purdy. Bo Nix is I think he's a year younger than fucking Lamar Jackson. Like you got yeah. you a you got you a veteran college quarterback. He's been in college for five years. We got you a new you got you you got you Stetson Bennett's grandpa because you got Stetson Bennett's grandpa. And look you were talking hella shit and that's fine but you wasn't talking shit when Georgia dog walked you last year. See, hold on. Let me. Can I? Can I interject real quick? Let me interject. Go ahead, sir. Um, this is this is the thing I want to talk about with Dan Lanning and Oregon, all these Oregon fans. First of all, first of all, let's not act like the only reason why your school is popping is because of your uniform. That's it. Like you want to sit up here and talk about you're not doing shit for cloud or for clicks or nothing like that, but you quite literally go out and get. 50 million uniforms, Look, and it's a fucking fashion show every single goddamn Saturday. Chip so Kelly. I really don't want to hear that, bro. Like, the I, reason I, why I, Oregon is popping is because of Chip Kelly. It's because of Chip Kelly. And I really don't want to hear that, bro. But let's get into this. Let's get into the point, right? I love how everybody is so excited and just so juiced. And, oh, my God, Colorado beat – Oregon beat Colorado. You guys are 21-point favorites, bro. They only won one game last year. Y'all did what y'all supposed to do. Why are you so excited? Look, why are y'all so happy? You know – you know that your you you offensive and defensive do. lines are better than your Colorado. team as a whole is better. So why are you sitting up here flexing like you just did some big thing and beat and beat Georgia? You didn't. You got your ass beat when you played Georgia last time. You should probably be thinking about that, other than thinking about a number nineteen who you're ranked higher than, who you had a more a more of a better opportunity to beat in in the game. But why are you why are you hanging your this ain't nothing to flex on, bro? Like you were supposed to do this. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm I'm not this guy. So everybody, please understand I'm not this guy. But I'm going to be that guy today. 
it's a race thing. Oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely it's a is. race thing. For sure. It is. And Dan Lanning, for most people who don't know, he was the defensive, he was like a defensive assistant at Georgia. He got passed up several times by black coaches. Mel Tucker being one mm-hmm. who just stepped down at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Um, he replaced Mario Cristobal, but he was there was another coach. I cannot think of who it is. All black coaches. I'm not saying he's racist, but what I am saying is it's kind of curious that you nobody I else has this bit. energy for anybody but Dion. Every week, a head coach has a problem with Dion. And it's crazy because I just be thinking like, why, bro? Y'all don't never have this problem with you feel me like with 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 the with the saving when he comes out and says that. Oh well, I'm the one of the best coaches of all time, and I love recruiting. And he can make a a big deal about you know a big deal about the the NIL, and nobody says anything. And Steve Sarkeesian can 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 sit up there and take all the recruits with him, with all of his money and all that stuff like that. Like, and nobody says anything because Texas did they did win the recruiting war this year. That's that's complete facts. Y'all can look it up. Everybody who wants to sit up here and oh, Dion took all that no. Texas is the real team, is the real program that won the recruiting battle this year. That's the reason why Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher were going at it because they were losing the recruiting battle this year. It's good because I like to read. But <clears throat> did anybody was anybody mad at Lincoln Riley for doing all the shit that he did? No, nobody. I, I I didn't hear nothing about nothing about Lincoln Riley. You know, buying kids or you know having kids drive around in 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 Phantoms and Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis around L.A. because he's in L.A. and he can do that. And he was using that to his advantage, which he actually said, I can't do this in Oklahoma, but I can do this in L.A. And guess who was third in the recruiting battle this year after Texas A&M? It was USC. So at the end of the day, all everybody want to sit up here and talk about it and bring up all this other extra shit. It's like, bro, everybody else did. They did it to a bigger magnitude. Mm-hmm. Crime brought his players. Like you said, Mel, and like he said, and like a whole bunch of other players and a bunch of other celebrities have also said and came out to a coin and said, he's been coaching these guys since they were in Pop Warner. A lot of these kids, he's, I don't say, I think that's a part that some people don't know is that Dion didn't just start coaching yesterday. Like he didn't, he's been he's doing been coaching this for a while, for years, for years. Like Shador like, is what? 20 years old, 19, 20, I think, I think 20. Yep. 20. He's been coaching him and Shiloh. Since they were five, yeah. So Quite literally, this is what y'all don't like. People think, oh, he just popped up doing this, and he didn't go through. And that's another thing. I heard another coach say he didn't go through his his road wasn't like my road. His road isn't supposed to be like yours, dummy. What what uh, that's the thing? Like what? So what, because what is his road supposed to be like? He played in a Deion league. Sanders. Deion Sanders played what 13 years in the NFL? His road, you didn't play in the NFL. You didn't didn't play. So you saying, oh well, he didn't go through all the coaching ranks and stuff that I did. He didn't have to. Well, you didn't go through all the players. What you had to learn in coaching clinics and all this other bullshit, he learned it in real time. He learned it on the field. Like he didn't go through that's the advantage of being a player. You like, didn't go through the player experience, so he has a different kind of experience and a just different kind of expertise that he can draw to the game. You don't. Right. So he's more valid and in his job than you are. If everybody right. took the same route to becoming a head coach, you not te- then everybody's <laughs> teaching the exact same thing because your experience is what makes you a good head coach. 
That's what makes you a unique head coach. There would be no Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick didn't play. Like he one no, the but Bill Belichick is an outlier. He is a he is a football historian. It's football historian, right? But he played. Like, not, didn't he not, play yeah, in college he, or some shit. Yeah, he played in college, yeah, but as far yeah. as he, but no, uh, but outside of that, he was a he's a football historian. He stu- he has studied the game studied, in a way that people just don't. But going back to what Mel said, which is true, that's the their biggest. Oh, he didn't go through the route that I went. He went on a, arguably a better route. He played the same game you're coaching at the highest possible level in the NFL, won a Super Bowl multiple times, and got a gold jacket, which means he is one of the best players at his position of all time because he's in the Hall of Fame. He plays the game. And guess what, Coach? What would you do? I don't know shit about your football career. Right. I didn't even know who you were until this game this past weekend. I was looking for I didn't even really, I'm like, I don't care that you were on the, on the Georgia staff because when I think about Georgia, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about Kirby Smart, the head coach. Yeah, because guess what? Coach. Until you cut your teeth, assistant coach, and show me what makes you different. Because, yes, oh, you're from the Kirby Smart tree. Well, what the fuck have you done since you left Kirby Smart? Have you been in the college football playoffs? Have you been to the exactly. national? Oh, okay, so you ain't done shit yet. Okay, well, I got coach, but I got Coach Deion Sanders over here who who cut his teeth a little differently. He went down to Jackson State first. He started, at a, he started smaller. And built did he not play for the national championship twice while he was there? He did. He played at Florida State. You know this. You know he did all those things. But he he started coaching at the smaller college level, if you will. Let's just even though it's mm-hmm. not a slight of him, but he built up a program that was kind of irrelevant. They weren't very good. They were all right. He, he made, did it twice. This is yeah. the thing I hate about people. Dan Lanning, you went to Oregon. Oregon already had its name. Jackson State was just Jackson State. Yeah. Their their games were on ESPN because of him. Yeah. Like we we as football fans watched these HBCU games when they showed them on TV, but because of what Deion Sanders was doing, it got that much bigger. Now yeah, NFL like, Network was showing these games, not just BET because like everybody ain't got BET. Like you know, now exactly, you, he's in Colorado. Played four games. Three of them have been on Big Noon Kickoff. Three, three are on Big Noon Kickoff. You you people don't get that Big Noon Kickoff is the equivalent of having a Monday Night Football game or a Sunday Night Football game in the NFL. Big yep. Noon Kickoff means. The whole production is at your stadium. College game day. That's a big fucking deal. Bro, Lee Corso's putting on a fucking Buffalo helmet. That's a big deal. No. That's what people like. I'm like, they had and it the bothered, rock. And, yes. And what kills me about it is I'm like, listen, you say what you want. And I'm like, yes, the reason Oregon won that game is not just because they were 21 point favorites. Oregon was established because they already had all these five star recruits and had all these five star talents and all this stuff. They were built exactly. to win. D, people were upset about Dion and the players he brought in. He won the transfer portal battle. The transfer he didn't win the recruiting battle. battle. I'm not going to go back into that battle. because Mulage already said that. He didn't win the recruiting battle. Not yet. He's going not to. Not yet. He's yeah, going yeah, to. Yeah, he's like like but what he did, <laughs> he had access to the same ugly. players that everybody else did. He pulled those players out of the same transfer portal that all the other colleges have access to. Mm-hmm. Is that a you problem or is that a him problem? Because he did his, he did his part. Look, we said this a couple weeks ago. A lot of players, a lot of coaches were just sitting back like, let's just see what he does first. Oh, These first four, three that. weeks, four weeks, they like, oh, shit, he got something. If Colorado wins 10 games this year, college football has just been put on notice. 
They lost the recruiting battle next year. It's going to happen. Man, that they lost. I think. I think if they win eight games, I think the same cop they win eight games. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, eight games, eight to ten. Because because what's going to happen you, now? You went from one one win to plus seven, uh, which means you're on the way up. And the way this generation thinks, not not the three of us. This generation is about two big things: aesthetics. One. Are you, you know, when I when I play for you? I'm like, oh yeah, man, I want to play for him. He was an NFL guy. He's a Hall of Fame guy. Is one is aesthetics, and then I want to be a part of the next big thing, which would be Colorado. I'm gonna add a whole nother layer to that, and that you kind of touched on it with what you said. This generation loves what social media. Ooh. Who's the biggest school on social on social media? They got their their social media handles are on their practice jerseys. Who else is doing that? If any no. other college does that, you know where they got it from. He's setting mm-hmm. trends. Kids will yep. be like, yeah, oh, cool. You can go to Oregon and get, you know, 20 different uniforms before you graduate. Or I can go to Colorado and get my social media handle put on my practice jersey while I'm balling out of control. But, oh, my, I got to follow that guy on Instagram. Because on, follow him do you know what Dion is doing? And I don't think people understand this. With the NIL money, mm-hmm. that's one thing. You mm-hmm. do know these players can get paid from social media, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You start getting a thousand followers, two thousand followers, three thousand, ten thousand. You start getting close. To, you know, you, it's amazing what happens. So mm-hmm. he's helping Tomorrow, these young 10, men 000. build their own brands individually while building In the big brand that's Colorado. Damn, that's crazy. So, so not only hmm. is he teaching them how to play the game of football, but he's teaching them essential life skills to the where they can take outside of the game of football. Yeah, and like the marketing is the marketing not only their money, but their brand and their image. Dang, isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Because what's the biggest argument that college players was having it? That oh my light my my likeness and um what do they call it? The name, image, and likeness. Name, name, name image, and likeness has been taken advantage of. You know whose name, image, and likeness is not getting taken advantage of? Colorado. Any of those players in Colorado because they're in charge of it. He put the entire he put Jackson State on a bigger map because there is now an Amazon Prime documentary about it. Yep. With their name, with their social media handles on the back of their jerseys. This this ain't new. He's already been doing it. He just brought it to the big stage now. So now I have all these kids. And if I'm a high school kid watching Colorado play, even if they lost when they lost to Oregon, I'm like, man, but I watched all the prep right. Man, they had practice. They got their social media handles on there. That that's kind of dope. I kind of want to be. They have their own YouTube channel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the and they got the production company. They're constantly posting. They're always posting. They post the fat guys, the linemen getting love at Colorado. We know this being football guys. How often do the big guys get love in football? We we did a whole NFL fucking breakdown yeah. on how offensive and defensive linemen the don't kicker, get love. The kicker was getting love. The kicker got love at Colorado, and he was a young guy. The kicker was – even at Jackson State, their kicker got put on over there. Everybody yep. getting love. That's a big Everybody deal. Needs to be. He, has a, he has a coaching staff full of NFL experience. Yep. He's doing it the right way. And just and, added Warren Sapp. So yeah, just added like, and this is and this is Sapp. what I don't this is what people Kept don't get too. about. Every single Kept thing that promise. Colorado is doing this year, they're playing with house money. It's for next year. This all oh, this is for next year. This is all overachieving. Yep. As soon as they beat TCU, they already achieved. Now they're overachieving. Yep. They got one win. Now they got three wins. They're overachieving. Now they play USC. They don't need to beat USC, but they if they keep this game close. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, they can beat USC. I think they can. Because USC, but, USC 
isn't as big and dominant up front the way that Oregon was. No, and and USC has had some very interesting struggles and, this year, but the still the USC the main, defense is ass. But the biggest so, problem like still, is, but, that, but that Colorado offensive line is a serious problem. It is a serious problem, and and I do hate that they don't have Travis Hunter, but I like that they've adapted and they still have some comparable. They have good receivers. They really do. I like Weaver and Horn. I like. I, I don't love those. Now those guys did have some issues with some. Now, I can't use the word drops. They had some tough potential catches, but the yeah. defensive players at Oregon had were just that much better. I don't think that's the same with USC. So I think they'll have better games, but they need to get a run game going. The they lack of to. run game, you got you got to take some of that pressure off Shador. And if you can I run agree. the ball at all. This is a different game. If you can I run agree. the ball at all, this is a different game. And that's yeah, it because definitely. I think I think when it comes to play action, oh, I think they can get USC's defense if they can establish the run. But they got to establish the run. A lot of their safeties are undisciplined and they miss a lot of tackles. 100. And that's why I'm saying if they can get the run going, man, that play action game is going to be stupid. If, and then you get Shador, you get him rolling out. Oh yeah. If I was if I was in that locker room, if I was in that coaching meeting and stuff like that, I would tell him, look, this is what we're going to have to do. We have to move. The offensive line. Everything that we do, because we're not, they're not big enough and stout enough to go through people. So everything has to be like the old Mike Shanahan offense. Moved offensive line. We're going to run stretches. Even when we pass the ball, we're going to roll out, but we're going to put two or three guys in front of Shador so that he can make, he has a, he has a window and a clean path to throw some passes. Because they can't, they're not moving nobody's one on one. They're not. So we're just gonna have to move them another way. Slide the offensive line left, right. Do what you got to do. Take advantage of you know just being a little lighter. Maybe you can move a little faster. Honestly, it's really they really should be they're really their best bet. But I think they can get. USC. I think they can take advantage of that secondary. I think if that, like I said, if they can run the ball, we'll find out in the first quarter of that game. If they can get the ground game going, they can pull another upset. Good afternoon. This is Mario checking. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll do that. We didn't get, we got to do our fucking picks, man. We got, we haven't done our picks. Um, but we'll figure out how to do that another day. Because I know we did it last time where we kind of like sent out our videos and stuff. I don't like that. I like doing it within the show because then I can cut it up and it feels better. Yeah, honestly. Shoot. I like it within the show too. Ugh. GQ um, dropped down guys. Shit. He, he got his GED. Um, shit. So, anything else before we roll up out of here? Nope, you. Oh, okay. He got to put his John Hancock on. All right. Sitting there waiting for GQ to pop in, but he's probably not going to pop in. But, um, all right. You can. Throw up the deuces. Um, we're going to get up out of here. It's been another football Friday. Um, hey, we're going to do it. I, you know, we're going to get a little crazy from time to time. And um, it went sideways a little bit, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. 
And um, we're good. So next week, next Friday, we're going to pop. We're going to get popping again. Um, check out these games. Um, I'm gonna try, I guess I'll try and get everybody's picks in some at some point right. during the weekend. You can't let me forget. Y'all can't let me forget because I forgot last time. I hell forgot. Hell of space. But, yeah, um, really dope show. Um, we told y'all we was about to smoke today. It was it was, it was going down. Um, as you see, we had, we had two hours. We've been at uh, we've been pushing uh, two hours for the past few uh, three weeks. Yeah, I, I, since the season crazy. started, you notice we have yeah. not had. It's, it's been insane. Okay, we told y'all right. once the season get here, we turning up, and you never know what you're gonna get, man. So, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for uh, sliding through. You know I me, mean? I'm over here undercover. You know I'm doing my thing, and uh, yeah, my boy GQ dropped out. Got a GED. We're back on Monday. Yep. And uh yeah, shoot. We out of here. We're gonna push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. <laughs> now I don't know if